This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome everybody, it's the Mike Rutherford Show. It's Thursday, August 11th. We're here live, back at the world-famous Big X Studios. 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, you know it better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here in the pilot seat. Trevor Kelsey behind the glass rocking a New Jersey Devils t-shirt. Congrats to the Louisville Bats pulling off a win. Two in a row now over the Iowa Cubs as they pull the, uh, I think, two-run eighth inning to pull off a 4-3 to three victory. Ninth inning. Ninth inning, even top, better. Top of the ninth, two-run home run to take the lead. Suck at Iowa. Yeah. Um, for now and forever. Congrats, Pats. They got it rolling. We're feeling good. That's uh, two out of three they've taken in the series, I think. Two so. out of three, two in a row now. By the way, speaking of shirts, is that a new one? Uh, Votto still bangs. Votto still bangs. Not a new one, but it's new to me. I I know for a fact I have not seen you wear that shirt before. I've worn it in here multiple times. Uh, I think I've talked about it on the air. True. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Now, could it have been when I was not here though? No, because. You've you've mentioned it before. I don't think you have. It could be something. The, the last time you talked about it, you mentioned how it was the new shirt. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. yeah. No, I want. I want. We have every podcast. Of, I want a specific date of this. We can find it. I want to know. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of me wearing it in studio <laughs> no, one day that not. I put on Instagram. So we can we can find you're that. Of, you're confusing me with your other fat friend. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, we're here until six o'clock now. After the bats, a uh, shortened show, which is a shame because there's plenty to talk about today, but we'll get to all that between now and 6 o'clock. Uh, during that time, we want you to text us on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. Thornton's a home of 85,654 area locations because they're so good at what they do. And they're giving away ten grand to you every week all summer long if you are a Refreshing Rewards member who is enrolled in the Summer Cash Bash. Open that app up, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and boom, you're enrolled. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, text REWARDS, all one word, to 80313 today, and that will get you signed up. And at the end of the summer, which is coming up very soon, they're giving away a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. We have lots to get to today. We've got, I mean, I thought we already had plenty to talk about before this happened, but then like three o'clock hour, I'm getting ready. I'm checking the bad score. I'm getting ready to come in. And all of a sudden I see a feud between Mark Stoops and John Calipari. Oh, and I'm like, oh okay. my God. So here I wasn't we go. that late to that? I, I noticed No, this that happened too. like at three. Oh, okay. Because I did see that just as I was flicking out my last cigarette to walk in here. Yeah. So we're going to get to I that. I saw that too. Okay. I thought, I thought maybe it was something that happened like no, last no, night. No, no, no. We'll get to that today. There's plenty of juiciness there. We'll get to that. We'll talk about a good positive news on the UofL Hoops recruiting front that we've talked about. Multiple times. Not DJ Wagner related, but still very good. We'll get to that. We've got Reds Cups tonight in the Field of Dreams game. Does anybody care? Uh, we'll talk about that. I'm curious your thoughts on that. There's a weird thing that's happening in the game. There's a weird element to the game that I want to talk about. But first, we have to start with last night. We were at Jim Patterson Stadium doing the show yesterday for the kickball. We have, I mean, there's, there's a lot to get to from the evening that was out at Jim Patterson afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we have to start with this, though. You as somebody who is kind of railed against Jack Harlow multiple times. What? Why am I you the said, top story of you this? You said you don't like his music. You're like, I think he's just overrated. I think he's just like a teeny bopper. You get your picture with him last First night. First of all, I don't know. You're, it, it's one of the best pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. You posted on Twitter as two Louisville legends. You tag Harlow in it, which means all like the Harlow websites are going to start retweeting you. I am you. fully aware of that now, yes. You're holding in the picture. You're holding your <laughs> cell phone, a Mountain Dew, and your keys in, all in your left hand. You have a pissed off look on your face. It's one of the best pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, first of all, I didn't even know this happened until I got I got home last night. Well, Harlow doesn't look too happy himself either, does he? Wasn't he wasn't thrilled. No, no. I don't think he was too excited. He's probably like, who is this guy? Uh, yeah, no. I, first of all, I, you are completely misquoting me. This is, this is the Votto shirt all over again. 
Uh, just within seconds of it. I believe I've quoted you accurately. No, I don't think I used the word teeny bopper at all. Uh, am I the biggest fan? In man, no. I mean, can I na- can I name you a few songs? I can now after doing yesterday's music. That's everybody who was born after you know 1990. Yeah, well, but, but uh, no, I was. I I didn't think I was going to get to meet him actually because when when he got there, you had already. I think you'd already left the, the, the show. Yes. Which, by the way, I, I, we had some connection issues. There was an entire segment, I think, with you and Jenna that wasn't on the air. That's what I, that was the last thing that I remember when but, but I logged off. But it was like, on good. the podcast. Going, off, going out strong here. Yeah, it was on the podcast. And then I love how you had to leave early. You're like, I got to get ready for the job to, do, to go be an umpire. I'm umpiring with Kendrick Haskins. So you Kendrick leave. came over to Kendrick the show. Just comes and uh, on top of that, I just, I just hijacked Peyton Seba at one point. And had him do like the last five minutes with me. Good. He had no, I don't get any clue who I was, like who I what, what I was talking about. Like uh, I just thought it was hilarious. I just he just kind of looking at me like, okay. I just shoved him like kind of a mic in his face, but no. So I'm on the field. I'm taking I'm taking Mary onto the field. Yeah, my wife got there late. She was like, can I have Trevor's number so she can like basically like, so she, he can like get me into like the cool yeah. area. I'm like, yeah, sure, sure, he'll make that happen. They, the security didn't didn't even ask. I'm just like, she's with me. You and your, uh, I guess your sister-in-law. And, and, so and Mary's your, like, my, he's like, he's the umpire. And like, she's like, I didn't even finish my sentence. The guy's like, go ahead. Yeah, the guy, I he didn't give two bleeps. Uh, but the best part was when we were going on the field. So I didn't have my pass. Yeah. I actually gave it to you. You did I so I could get out there and get the, you the umpire had, I think shirt. you had one somewhere, but I don't know where it was. Who I knows? think all the du- all of Dugan's kids just took them. Yes, they did probably because I saw both the kids on the TV uh, during the uh, news segment of it too. Jack did at one point tell, I think, intern Patrick that he was, quote, doing too much. <laughs> which meant is key for like, hey, leave me alone a little bit. So I go I, so I'm, I go on the field. I'm the, I said, you want to, you know. Virginia wanted to see Daddy. She wanted to see Daddy. So Did I'm not like, care about Harlow. No, not two bits. She can not care about anybody else after she saw you. So I'm like, let's go on the field. And so we go on there. And I'm like, go to the guys again. I'm like, I don't have a pass. I'm like, he's just like, go. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So it's, we all just walk on by. Love the security here at the uh, at the kickball. They didn't care about anybody besides no. Jack. Like Jack had like seventy five <laughs> people did. with him. Like when he went back in the little locker room area, you couldn't go back there to, like get your stuff or like pee. Like, but anybody else, they didn't care about. Now at some point that I was. While I was on the field, I heard some people saying, like, we need to get some of these people off the field. Like, there's way too many people out here on the sideline. So I guess the security guy was just, like, just waving everybody by. Yeah. And, uh, but no, listen, long story short, or too late for that, uh, I just I just happened to, like I said, I didn't think I was going to see him. I got to meet Master P, but, you know, who will hear about your interactions with him as well. But it's as beef I, with P now. And I look over, and I'm like, Harlow's just staying right next to me. I'm like, oh, hey, that's Jack Harlow. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> So I said, I just, you know, said, hey, he's kind of, you know, nice guy. Hey, man, just fist pump thing. And, mm-hmm. and Dugan's like, you want you want to get a picture with him? I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get a picture. And so I got the picture. And it's a great picture. I, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I, try, I try to look my best. Uh, as you can as you mentioned, all the things in my left hand, because as I told you, we, Boy Scouts are always prepared. Ready to, the ready. Boy Scouts not have pockets. <laughs> well, they do, but Boy Scouts pants might fall by, by around his ankles <laughs> and put too much weight in the pockets because the pants aren't too tight around the waist. So this Boy Scout was either, it was either they hold them or you know you made the right choice. Flash them. So uh, I, my, my favorite part of the the, uh, the interaction with Harlow though is uh, as I got to pick, I kind of looked at him and said, you know, hey, thanks for coming out here. And he, oh, no problem, man. Love for coming out. It's like, can I show this picture to the girls at the bar tonight? Tell him I'm your cousin. He's like, tell him we're roommates, man. Do what you need to do to nice. get them. I'm like, thanks, buddy. Well done. So, <laughs> very cool. I mean, I, you, I think, I think we do look a little like. He could be my son. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not sure about that. I was amazed how tall he was. He's my height. He's very tall. He's six three, legitimate. Definitely tall. Um, 
I'm su- I'm assuming you had some better stories with him and, and and Master P and stuff being more interactive. We talked a little bit. The, the first thing that that happened. And you know him. You you and him are old pals. So me me and Master P. Well, and, uh, no Harlow. Harlow, I knew I've known a little bit. Like he came over and he's like he called me Chronicle, which I'm like fine that works he's like chronicle he's like he's like you're a real one man i'm like i appreciate it and then kendrick's like can we get a picture and he's like he's like you can post this one too i'm like hell yeah let's I, do it. I saw i saw the yeah the little the, the selfie shot but the best the best part about the the beginning is so i go in there i'm, I'm talking i talked to rhyming man for a little bit he's getting married next month by the way so we did talk to standard like wedding stuff like how was your bachelor party which by the way he went to his bachelor party was in las vegas last weekend which i'd known about and having donovan mitchell that was fun having donovan mitchell in your bachelor party is someone that could pay great dividends, apparently. He's like, yeah, Don, Don was able to pull several strings to make it a bachelor party that was slightly more extravagant than the one that I had in Cincinnati eight years ago. But uh, props to Ryan. I thought that was cool. So I'm talking to them a little bit. And, like, one of, um, like, Harlow's, like, boys, like, his, like, crew comes over. And shout out Adam Utley. No way he's listening, but shout out to him anyway. And he's like, dude, he's like, got to say hi. He's like, Mike Rutherford. He's like, he's like, dude, I was telling them when I came in here, like, I'm I'm more excited to see Mike Rutherford than anybody here. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm like this is incredible. Like, what a compliment. And then he he says the second thing, which is always I've had it a couple of times now, and it's it's half like super endearing, half incredibly depressing. And he just goes, I've been reading you since I was a little kid. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, on one hand, awesome. On the other, oh my god, I'm five thousand years old. You know, and I've said that to people, and that you know, it's not until it's said to you that you do. Yeah, you, you realize you realize maybe that's not the you start doing the math like he's like he's been friends with jack since like they were in grade school so like he's 24 i think carlos 24 so like it makes sense i've been doing this since i was 21 so if he was you know if this were 13 years ago he was like an 11 year old kid reading yeah. Dark chronicle like that makes perfect sense like i was 24 back then um it was just like doing the math in my head i'm like oh <laughs> not great <laughs> thanks for the guy. Yeah, thanks. not great but so the so, so yeah jack was awesome all the, the guys are awesome all the homies group guys are good at least until the game start but that was all wonderful. Like it was very cool. And then I, and, you know, I knew most of the U of L people. I didn't know really any of the UK people. Um, yeah, I didn't recognize any of the UK. I mean, I, I honestly didn't. Yeah, I didn't recognize any of them. I mean, I knew who they were. Like yeah. I did. I, I had no personal. Like, relationship I was talking with, them. with uh, like Perrin and a couple of them came up to him when we were talking, and like I didn't even realize it was like Dominic Hawkins and somebody else. Well, at one point they. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know if you caught this. The Perrin's first like saying hi to him. I'm like, hey, and he says, the guy says hi to me, you know. I'm like, hey, and I'm like, I don't know what. I really didn't even recognize. And until I saw him actually on the news uh, piece later that night, I realized I was like, oh, yes, yeah, the guy was talking to me and Perrin. I don't know if you you noticed <laughs> this in the first inning, but they announced um, <laughs> they announced Dominic Hawkins hitting as. Like some guy who was on the team who was not an athlete, who was like a very heavy, <laughs> heavy man, who was like six foot tall, like very, very, like not in great shape. And they announced him as Dominic Hawkins, and I'm, ca- I'm like, oh my god, like Dominic Hawkins got huge. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how did this happen? Like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, this is, does he have some sort of problems? Does he need to talk to somebody. And then the next inning, the actual Dominic Hawkins was the first one up, and they announced him again. And I was like, okay, that makes a whole lot more sense. So what's, who was, who was the? Only? It, was, it was some guy who was like one of like the, the boy. He was somebody with UK, but he wasn't an athlete. Oh, okay. I thought they all had athletes on their team. That's why the roster did, but it ended up. The, Everybody's roster ended up being a little bit different. Like Josh, so Josh Jameson. No, you couldn't have killed. Oh. <laughs> Josh Jameson played for the U of L team. He wasn't on the roster initially. But they, you know, some guys were last second scratches. They had to pick up some guys. But anyways, the first game happens, and first of all, 
I'm so excited. You knew how nervous I was that I was going to be like the only umpire out there and having to like sprint around. Well, and I've been kind of worried. But Kendrick is the, at least there. He's, he's out there. He's so, in first base, yeah. So calls in, in the end. And he was like, I wanted you to be home play. I'm like, good. I feel like I'm going to move less. But then not realizing that Kendrick was just going to stay behind first base the entire time, <laughs> regardless of where the play was. Uh, but you know what? It's Kendrick's birthday. Happy birthday to him. Yep, Who okay, cares? He, he can do whatever he wants. But so the first game happens. And he it's, told us on, the, on your own show that that's all he was going to do. Yeah. Well, he said that. Yeah. He lived up to his word. <laughs> So the first game happens, it's UofL versus UK. And I said on the show yesterday, like I had a UofL, it's actually the one I'm wearing today, I had a UofL hat on, and the last second I was like, I probably shouldn't wear that, like in case there's like some sort of terrible call, and they're like, you clearly are rooting for UofL, which is exactly what happens in the first game, the UofL versus UK game. I don't know if you even saw this. I don't think you were out in the field at the time. I Even when I was out in the field, I kind of, I was, I'll be honest, just half paying attention to the game. Yeah. Like, it made me mad because the first thing I looked over and saw was Peyton Siva bunting. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, bunting was the only way to get on base. Like, it was the, that's the right play. Like, everybody, like, the soccer everybody team. had to bunt. Well, we got, we'll get to it a little bit later. I did see everybody. The pitching no- was was outrageous. The pitching, like, like Master P, the uh, the, the guy for the soccer team. the Isn't it rolling, team, by the way, instead of pitching? It's, well, it's supposed to be. They're, like, throwing speedballs like, like, <laughs> as fast as they can from, like, five hey, feet away. Speedballs! Throw that speedball by you. <laughs> Glory They're, day. like, bouncing it up in the air. And, like, you know, you want to move the game on. So I'm, like, not I'm try- I don't want to be, like, hey, just just you know, let them kick it. But, like, everybody's, like, trying to get everybody. Like, these are super competitive people. I could, I could so see they're that. They're trying to win. Yes. But so the first game between UofL and UK is happening. UofL gets off to, like, a 2 nothing lead. Yeah. And UK... They have they have guys on first and second. I can't even remember who was kicking. I think it was Brandon Knight, but he kicks it down the third baseline, and it's it's very close. Like it hits to me in my eyes on the ground right next to the line, foul. And Luke touches it almost like as it's dropping. The first base or third base. Third base. Line? Okay, so we don't have Kendrick. So Kendrick. that's my it's my call. Yeah, yeah. So like the play, I call it foul. The play, like the crowd's going nuts. Like the UK people are going nuts because the guy's scoring. They're running the bases. Like I'm, I'm trying to like slow everybody down. Foul. Like they are. Oh, I was furious. not there for this. They're like in like the camera comes out. They're like having the whole conversation. Like Harlow comes out. He's like, he's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I'm like, the ball landed foul. At first they're like, it hit the base. I'm like, it definitely did not hit the base. And then they're like, Luke touched it before it hit the ground. I'm like, that may have happened, but I couldn't see it close enough. It looked to me like it didn't. Luke basically let me know afterwards. Like, yeah, I probably touched it. He's like, it was close. He's like, I'm giving you the good call. But so like they're furious they're like they're like you're in the bag like like, and some of these people it's like half joking but also half serious and i'm like i'm i'm like foul ball call stands like get back there they blame me for losing after the game like if we hadn't had that call the thing was the very next pitch the exact same thing happens the dude hits it in, in play they throw it away a run scores they get second and third with two outs so it was the ended up being the exact same scenario if i'd called the ball fair from the the last play so it, it had no effect on the game but still i'm like okay i'm like this I feel like I should have stayed around and like you escorted seen you it. out there, like 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 Kevin Costner well, and the bodyguard or something. So I, I'm like, you could be my Whitney Houston. I'm like, surely this is as bad as it's going to get. Like that's that's it. No. Little did I know, the next game happens. The problem here and in this, the problem here in the second game is the team, which by the way they had Master P pitching. They have Hersey Miller, who's not playing for the UL team. He's playing for the homies team. Okay. They, and then it's Jack Harlow and the homies and their crew. Little the thing that I didn't know is these people have. Like no idea about the rules of kickball slash baseball. They didn't. They, they didn't get the memo you got. I don't think any of them had ever played like little league or like t-ball or like watched a baseball game. Well, Harlow so, played soccer. No, Harlow played soccer. Not going to help him again with the rules of kickball slash baseball. <laughs> no, well, that's true. <laughs> Every call, they're like, 
up in arms about like every single call like just because they, because they don't understand the rules and it's not even necessarily like like Jack gets mad at me a couple of times the other guys get mad at me a couple of times it's mostly like his PR team like the women who are like running his PR they're like furious about everything they're at one point in time and the, the soccer guys were talking <laughs> like how furious hold on the, the, the soccer guys were talking to me about this after the game they're like it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen they like one of their their batters like kicked the ball it had obvious spin on it it lands in fair territory, okay. it spins foul territory. So the soccer team does the right thing. They wait till it goes foul, and they touch it. Foul ball. Like, everybody should know that rule. The entire Ugh. dugout of the homies team comes out and, like, swarms me. They're like, it landed right there fair. It landed in fair. I'm like, and I, I can't even get a word in to be like, okay, here's how it works. If they had touched it while it was fair, it's a fair ball. If it stopped while it was fair, it's a fair ball. They t- didn't wait until they touched it till it was foul. It's a foul ball. And like I'm like I don't I I know if you don't know the rules it's very hard and like so I'm coming off as like this ass who's like calling the game by the rules and they're like furious about this and at one point then like the, the same after that happens they're thinking tennis rules I don't know what they're thinking because in, te- like, in tennis or whatever you know if it hits something and, and bounces that it's still fair it's still good well I mean yeah like well, that's yeah. what I'm saying I mean maybe they just they, they get their sports mixed up I don't I, I think they just have no idea what they're talking uh, about the homies know more about tennis than they do. I don't think that's the. I don't think that was the issue there. But then they they flip out that same inning about like a, they thought the ball had hit a girl that that actually didn't when they were in the field and like both Kendrick and I are like it wasn't even close to her like she's safe and like they were mad about that. They every single inning they thought there were fewer outs than they were. They're like, they're like that was two. I'm like no like he got out and then he got out and he got out. Being run. I, I use that defense as well. Like it, that didn't work as well. It's like they were mad about everything. And then the creme de la creme is after that whole like the foul ball fair ball thing happens. Like I'm like, good lord! Like at that point, I'm kind of like, this is just getting kind of annoying. Like I realize it's like a joke. Like they're not that mad about it, but still, like I'm coming off as like a the D word here because I like I'm just playing the game by the rules. You're starting to have more sympathy for my little league refereeing days, aren't no, you? No, I'm not because this no. is a this, you should you whistling eight year olds for fouls is different than getting into it with Master P, which is what happened next because <laughs> Master P's pitching. And, like, the soccer team, they're complaining to me that Master P, which is it's true, you're supposed to be pitching from, like, right the front of the tarp where the mound is. Yeah. You're supposed to be staying back there. Master P is, like, five feet away from the plate and throwing the ball as hard as he can. <laughs> and the soccer team's like, can you back him up? I'm like, I'm not – you tell Master P to back up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not telling him anything. You guys are up four to one. Like, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're fine. But so <laughs> – He's bouty bouty. I'm not coming they have him. They have a couple guys on the base pass. They kick it like a, a fly ball. Who, they being – The soccer team. The Master P's pitching. Okay. The, the soccer team kicks one, like, up in the air. Dude catches it. They tag up. Run scores. Okay. Pretty simple. Basically. Master P's like, he's just running! He, he can't run! He can't do that! And I'm like, oh my god. I'm going to have to explain the rule of tagging up to Master P. Oh, see, I thought this was about Master P tagging up on No. Him. Okay, running it Master okay. P's like, 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 gotcha. like, Master P's like coming at me a little bit. He's like, he's like, and then like Harlow comes in, and like, Jack, to his credit, like, he like, I think, when I explained the rules, he kind of remembered that that's actually a rule. He's, I'm like, I'm like, if you stand on the base until they, you all catch it. That's yeah. And then when you, you can run after the catch is made, that's exactly what Sean Tosh did. And Jack is like, okay, yeah, it's tagging up. Like he's right, he's right, he's right. And Master P is just indignant. Master P is like, what? No, no. You gotta do that. You gotta do that. He's just like, he's just mad. He's mad. They're losing. Master P is competitive. 
He doesn't want to lose. He didn't cost us one of our only two guards, did you? And Hersey played well. Okay. Hersey <laughs> played well. Let me tell kid that he's not going to Louisville now because of you. Look, I let Master We're P. We're down to one guard now, thanks to I, you. <laughs> I let Master P basically pitch from the batter's box. He had nothing to complain about. The soccer team was like, we can't kick. I'm like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. You might as well been holding on their tee like a football. <laughs> the soccer team basically just like resorted to bunting because they're like, I mean, we're not going to take pitches. The fans want to see stuff happen. So, like, we're just we're, – we, we're just going to try to make contact We're here. Take pitches. Because Ma- Master P is like, like, like hopping, like eight hopping it from like two inches away. So we're just going to do what we can to make contact here and put the ball in play. I think Master P was messing with you. Clearly, I think he knows. The oh, he game. had no idea. I don't know. Maybe you don't think he was just playing dumb with you just because he knew he was just trying to get away. Trevor, with stuff? no, no. He had, he had absolutely no idea. No con- <laughs> the whole team just had no. No concept of the basic rules, and they're like they're leading off. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, you guys have been leading off the whole game. Like, you know, I'm not going to make everybody stand on the bench. And then Kendrick's just sitting out there. Like, I don't know if you'll be back a great for the time. fourth day in your home. They asked me to come back after. Did the, they the go, game. really? Yeah, Drew. Uh, <laughs> which I I talked to Drew when we first got there. When his, he asked, did you go? Really? His Seriously? manager when we first got there. Remember, because we get there and it's pouring for the first oh, hour. Oh, yeah. And so I talked to I Drew, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, what are you guys going to do? And he's like, I mean, we're going to play because. Like Harlow's doing, my Mary watches. She's one of those people who watch the Today Show like every single morning, and they have this outdoor concert series. And like Harlow's on it tomorrow, so he's he had to go to New York today. To, he's got an event tonight, and then he's going to do the Today Show tomorrow morning. And it's like a big deal for him. And so Drew's like, I mean, we've got no wiggle room here. Like he's booked up for the next like five months. Uh, if we don't play tonight, it ain't getting played. So we're playing in the rain. So like, thankfully it clears up. It was yeah. a little too hot that first game. I was doing okay. Yeah. And then I don't think you stayed the last game. After like the first two, like me and Kendrick are like, jeez, like, we're like, okay, like we need to get this thing going because it started late. The first two games ran a little bit long. Thankfully, they shortened them to, to six innings. But the last game, like the the clouds come back and it looks like all hell is just about to un, unleash on Jim Patterson Stadium. It did in the East End a little bit. It, I mean, it did at Jim Patterson too. They had, okay. which is why they had to shorten the last game, the championship game, to just four innings. So that goes quickly. It goes. There's no controversy there. The Louisville team wins like three nothing. They beat the soccer team. Um, so it was good. And we're able to get out of there like right before it just starts completely downpouring and stuff. But it was a great event. The thing that's like, it was it would have been better if Jack's team had won because when Jack's team lost, like first of all, the, the entire Jim Patterson Stadium just started reeking of weed. Like the entire, <laughs> I don't know if the Louisville baseball locker room is going to recover, but the entire like Patterson was just reeking of weed like everywhere you went after they lost. And then, like, also, like, a lot of people left because they just wanted to see... A lot of people stayed just because they wanted to see Jack afterwards, but they wanted to, you know, they, they were there to watch Jack Harlow yeah, play. Yeah, so they... So, like, they were like, we've been better for Jack's team to win. I'm like, look, we tried. I'm sorry. That, <laughs> I you mean, shouldn't you... mass him up against the soccer team, the best kickball players out here. What are you Plus, doing? Plus, you let him pitch from the batter's box. I we mean... did what we could. <laughs> and Kendrick, by the way, they, you know, they kind of told us, which I, I got the, I got the word after the fact, after I made the call against UK, like, you know, if it's a close call, like, we want more base runners, we want more action. So anything that was semi-close at first, if, like, it was, like, a one, if you were, like, a one second out, Kendrick's still calling you safe. Kendrick was just doing that all game. <laughs> like, I'm making calls by the book, and they're like, hey, man, like, I would have let the UK call be fair if they, I'd known this beforehand. But, like, the the uh, the Harlow team, like, they weren't even close. Like, the, the guys were just popping out, or they were, you know, they were tagged out, like, down the baseline. It was just a... We, we couldn't have done anything more to get them into the championship round. But it was a great time. Everybody, I think, had fun. Uh, crowd was great. Um, people got to hang out with Harlow. I, I'm, I walk in the parking lot. There's like six dudes like, is Jack Harlow still here? I'm like, he's he'll be out there in a little bit. And they're like, oh, my God, like flipping out about it. Um, my wife got to come out with my daughter. Like, that was fun. It was a wonderful night. I think that event's going to just got keep to getting bigger. You got to meet Audrey as well. You got to meet my niece, yeah. Audrey. Um, 
and they ended up playing on the playground. I'm like, I'm like, who are those two kids like way a mile out there in the playground in the distance? The only ones out there. I'm like, oh, it's Virginia and Audrey having a good time. I didn't get to meet. I didn't meet my, my son. Didn't come, but John, Ma- Ma- Mary, a little bit late for him. Well, Mary Quill is awesome. You know, he, he just like just like Daddy. He just rather stay home anyway. That's she's not wrong. <laughs> he just he uh, hang at the house. Well, he was like asleep by eight, so it would have been a, it would have been a tough night for him to stay out there longer. But it was an awesome event. Shout out to the, the Thomases, the homies, uh, and Jack Harlow for putting it on. It was, it was fun. It was like, I think it's only going to get better, and they'll have bigger crowds and better crowds, and I'll be back umpiring it next year. It was okay. It wasn't a bad crowd. Wasn't that bad? I don't think. It was great. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. they said they had around I think six thousand people. The my, my, still one of my favorite parts is when, when I guess I don't think I don't know where you work. I think you'd already gone to go find your shirt. When Harlow got there. No, I was there. I was back in that little area. Okay, so we're, but you weren't. When, He's when wearing he, a Bellman jersey, by the way. He, which, that, I okay. was, which I thought was very cool. I decided. I kind. We knew it was kind of him when he pulled this this giant like Cadillac SUV pulls up. And he has like million security. And it, it looked like the uh, the scene in Major League Two when uh, when Willie Mays Hayes pulls up to training camp. Yeah. Like everybody's getting out inside of a limo. It's a, like I mean, can you not like six people get out of this car. My favorite is the guy whose head is completely shaved. And a tattoo of an arrow going, line going up. My guy Copeland. Up and I looked at like, that's the gun guy. That's that's the. No, like, it's actually not. Like I, I know that like, guy a little bit. He's <laughs> he's made him. He's tattooed himself to look like the Avatar. I mean, he looks like that. Looks like the guy. Like if somebody steps on Harlow's shoes, you're seeing him five minutes later. It's actually like, okay. it's actually the opposite. He's like the nicest dude. In well, the world. He's intimidating looking. I'll tell you that much. And they all get out, and I'm like, is Harlow even in this group? And finally, like the car moves forward, and Harlow appears. Like, I guess he got on the other side, and as soon as he got out, the, you know, surrounded by security fans, I'm, that's when I figured I wasn't ever going to meet him, but... Yeah, he came out, he was, um... The guy tattoo was awesome, though. I was like, that's, that's, He's like, <laughs> he has, his hands are tattooed like a skeleton. It's I unreal. just can get past the arrow on the head, yeah. Is, the arrow goes, like, all the way down his back, Oh, yeah, too. it goes... Uh, well, I saw it from the, like the of his neck all the way up to, yeah. But, he, yeah, his, his crew was there, he comes out, he's wearing the Bellman jersey, which was awesome. I texted Duck Davenport, and I'm like... I'm like, this is a great night for your all social team. And he's like, dude, I am the social team. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I was like, well, you need to hype this up. Like, he's wearing a Bellman jersey to the. Uh, like Bellman's to, like the basketball program version of the Big X. <laughs> to, yeah, pretty much. To his kickball event. But it was it was a great time. Uh, everybody had fun. And you're right. Like, I did. A couple of people on the text line were like, oh, did you hear my cheer of encouragement? The very first play, like, it was like, I think it was Frosty Record was the first batter of the, of the game. Okay. And he, like, kicked it. He kicked it dead foul, like, way foul. And I was like, Foul ball. Did like, you give the hands? There were like there were like six people who were like, "Great call, Mike!" for the crowd. I was like, "Yes, nice. we got a couple of Mike fans." They put me on the big screen at one point at the end. They were like, "Give a cheer for our umpire." And I didn't think they were going to do Kendrick. And I was like, "I was like, well, I hope they go out there." Like, like five minutes later, they went out there and they did Kendrick too. There, like, Dugan did take a piece sent to me. I, I meant to. I should have ported it to you of you out there on the on the uh, during the game. Yeah. Uh, you're not. You're talking to somebody. I don't know who you're talking to. Some of the players. Uh, Texas says five two four one four fourteen fifty. Who was the best player there? Out of the U of L crew, I think like Luke. Luke's good at everything. Like yeah. Luke was very good. Well, you would Ryan think. McMahon was very good. Peyton Steeple was awesome. He made like the most plays in the field, and also I think he was on base every time he kicked. Wood was good because he got to come on your show at the end. Probably. Uh, Wood was definitely good. The UK team. They had a couple of guys who were pretty good. Was Colley Stein there? He was supposed to be, but he wasn't. Okay, good. Because I was like, I don't. I think a seven foot dude would would stick out to me a little bit, and I didn't. I was like, I never saw anybody that I even thought was him. Darius Miller was good. Um, EJ Florial played. He was pretty good. They they pronounced the same flow real at first, and he was very <laughs> unhappy about it. I thought that would sound like something he bought on purpose. He like looked up, he like looked up at Taylor Rooks, who was calling it, and just like was like, are you serious? And like they got it right the second time. I mean, at least, time. at least they didn't get the Dominique Hawkins treatment. The soccer players were all. <laughs> 
were all really good, as you might expect. Like Paul Piccolo was great, yeah. Sean Tosh was good, the Niall McCabe guy was good. Would expect but that, from yeah. the U of L team, I think those guys were probably the like Ryan was was very good. Steve was always on base. Wood was good. Um and yeah, like the the football players kinda of big league besides Redmond. Redmond showed up, Harry Douglas did not show up, Deion Branch was not there. I mean you know Nolan why, Smith played. You know why Harry didn't show up, right? Why? Because he heard I was gonna be there and he was like, Hey, that's the same guy I no showed two interviews to. Probably. Yeah, so he's the first guy to ever no show me on an interview when I was producing. He's done it not once but twice. But they actually now had, he no showed Jack Harlow too. They actually had like they had a full on like championship trophy for it. Like the U of L oh, team, they had cool. it. They all went out to dinner afterwards. Um, it was a good night for them. Yeah, props to the U of L team for winning it. Raised good money for some good causes too. So Definitely, that's always a good thing. TJ Walker texted in and said, "Cheating UK in a charity kickball <laughs> game isn't a great look." <laughs> they weren't cheated. Did you, did you when you call when you called him out and he goes, "What are you looking at?" and you go, "That's that's for Will Levis." <laughs> they were like we know you uh they're like we know you got it in for the other team I, again the call did not matter and the, the ufl team was markedly better I, it sounds like the only questionable calls didn't even happen during ufl uk it was, it was mostly during harlow was, and the thing was but those homies and the only questionable call the one the only one that i wasn't sure about i'm pretty sure it still was the right call was the ufl uk one the calls against the harlow team were all right they just didn't understand <laughs> the rules and were furious about it and there actually was like there was like the only other call that I the only call that I blatantly like that I saw that I just did not make was the very last out of the game on the Harlow team when they were playing against the soccer team. Like the dude like double kicked it. And it, like it's supposed to be out. Like he like kicked it, like went and fouled and he kicked it again. He should have been out. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I can't end the game on this. I'm like, you know, they're gonna lose anyway. So I was just I just called it a foul ball and the soccer team was like, he kicked it. I'm like, come on guys. It's four to one. They got nobody on base. It's the last inning. Just let him let him kick. I mean I'm not disappointed per se, but like when I saw your tweet about Master P and tagging up, I thought I was so hoping that you meant like, Master P tagged up from third. No. And he came up when you called him out and because you said he ran too early. Master P, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering this correctly. Well, Master P's a big dude. I, I think, like I don't see him tagging up anywhere. No. I think he just pitched. Like I don't think okay. I, I don't think I ever remember him kicking. Which is a it's the wise move if you're kind of an older guy who doesn't want to like Master P. He's got an image of himself. He doesn't want to see himself on TV like falling down, running to first base yeah, or something. He looked kind of like Charles Barkley when he raced the ref, the ref a little bit. I'm there were a lot of guys that you could tell like like the batting orders that you're supposed to have the same order, and you could just tell like if it was a big inning, like, the, the three best players were always batting for every team. And I'm like, mm, fine, whatever. <laughs> they didn't give you a, sco- a, 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 a scorecard to begin. No, they're oh. supposed to have a. There's supposed to be a lot of things that were going to happen that didn't happen. Like starting on time. What time did it? It was about. It started was, like seven o'clock. It was supposed to start. Is it that late? It was. I think it was like six fifty-five. Is when the yeah, first game. I mean it was. It, it was going on. It was in the. I think I left right in line the fourth or fifth beginning of the first game. So yeah, but there was a. Um, I didn't realize I was there that late as well. Well, because I got home, the UK game was almost. Well, over. they gave me all the rules, and then right before the game, Drew is like, "Did you get the updated rules?" I was like, "No." <laughs> Did you give them to me? He's like, "No." I'm like, "Well, how am I supposed to know that?" When did they update the rules of kickball? They kind of just made it so that I was told like four fouls. Like you, you in most kickball leagues that I've I've seen, if you have two strikes and you kick a foul ball, it's an out. But they said you get four. Like basically, if you have two strikes and you kick it foul, you get one more kick and it has to be in play. So I like Frosty Rucker had kicked three straight foul balls and then kicked a fourth one, and I was like, he's out. Like that's the way it rules. And like one of the guys filming was like, this man just called a strikeout in kickball, and I was like, well, they told me that was the rule. I'm like, was I not supposed to do that? Like, sorry, Frosty. <laughs> did, you, did you really utter the sentence? I'm sorry, Frosty. I wanted to do like the full on like ah, like dance, like strikeout oh, call. Please, like, I wish you had. <laughs> ah, but Frosty was like maybe like one of the. 
None of those guys I would have liked to have done it against, but Frosty's like top five for guys he wouldn't want to, to do that in this place. He's what, 6'5", 260? He's a large human being. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's, he's a defensive end. Would have absolutely crushed me. Um, but <laughs> He called me out, I guess, for the Steelers. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun time. Go Lions, buddy. TJ also says, while I have you, has Trevor commented on his Harlow hypocrisy? We, we led the show with it. Well, listen, first of all, I'm never denying my own hypocrisy. <laughs> it's constant. I, and not like I told him I was like a huge fan. I just said hello. I didn't lie to him technically. Texas says, not trying to be mean, but if U of L games are going to be on the station, is the sound quality going to be the same as the show? It's going to be better. D- define like the quality or the sound quality. What do you mean? The sound it, quality. I mean, okay. what he says. It's the quality might not be depending on if Sats doesn't beat Pitt Syracuse or not. The sound quality is it still bad? Like I know I thought it got better. I, I thought you fixed it last week. I, I thought I did too. I was listening to the FM radio, listening to the bats, and Nick Kern make a great call. Gave you a plug by the way at the end of the game. Thank you, Nick. Uh, that yeah, that, that sounded fine. So I don't know why we. Well, hopefully it is because we, we got big stuff happening here, and we found out today. You know, nine seventy WGTK, our sister station, going to have all the U of L games. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are like you know multiple games happening at the same time. We'll have some UFL games over here on 1450 The Big X as well. Obviously, 93.9 The Ville, our partner in this, is going to have games. But we found out today, Trinity Games this uh, this fall, and then I guess into winter with basketball on 970. And then now, The Big X is going to be the home of St. X. Our guy, Spears, is going to be calling. I'm terrified to say his first name now because I always mess it up. I believe it's John. It is John. Thank you. John Spears is going to be Thank back on the call. <laughs> Thank you. That's a, a good way to do it. But it only makes sense. The Big X is now the home of Sanex. So we've got Sanex games over here, yep. Trinity games on 970, UofL games, of course, happening all, all athletic season. It's don't, going to be a big time. Don't forget Southern Indiana, Western Kentucky, and IU. How could I? And if we ever have time, we'll throw in a Purdue game maybe and, and, and some, and some uh, Braves play-by-play as well. We'll see if we have time. I just don't know. We don't have time. We'll see if we have time. It's a, it's a busy month. Texas says, uh, when the show is on the road, it should go by the TK show with Mike Rutherford. You do get extra voicey when you're on the when we're on remote. Do I? Yes, which is surprising. I feel like you would be more likely to kind of be like less vocal when we're on the. It's the extra cigarettes, I think. It's the cigarette smoke. You just it puts a little pep in your step. It does. It gets me going a little bit. Is that the first time you've ever had a, done a show on a, done a radio show where your co-host was smoking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about all the people I've done shows with before. Yeah, definitely. No question. I love being the the, the, the best or most of something with everyone. Like today, I remember asking Nick Gurren, I was like, you've been doing this for since like, when now? And he's like, 2015. I was like, have you ever had a producer talk to you as much during the, you no, know? No, guarantee that. Didn't even pause. He goes, nope, never. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even, you know, dwell in the thought of it. Texas, I guess you didn't dare call an infield fly rule, did you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> if you were, you tried to strike out Frosty, Frosty Rucker. That's the, best. the first time there was an infield pop up. Like they, it was the, the Ryan boys were like, call the infield fly. I'm like, I'm not calling an infield fly rule in kickball. Like, there's, <laughs> is, is it a rule in kickball? No. Okay. And also, like, there's no like the infield was basically the outfield. Like, the, like yeah, nobody no. was kicking it over but anybody's head. They I didn't use that, that big. Well, they used it the, because they used the big red ball the entire for all the games. They they were supposed to be the, the little yellow ball. The entire time, so people could they kick. are fully aware, like I was, kickballs are red. Well, it's <laughs> that's not the official kickball, and it would have been better with the yellow ball because they could have kicked it further. But whatever. I did notice that was one thing I also didn't notice. Yeah, the, the outfield was basically the infield. I did. I didn't know if that was on purpose. I think there was miscommunication. And again, like I'm not running the show, so I'm not going to be like, hey, yeah. just so you know, because I think it was supposed to be the soccer team was going to be the only team that kicked with the red ball because they would just destroy the yellow ball, and everybody else was going to kick with the yellow ball. But that 
and but somehow you could, became everybody played with the red ball. If you wanted to put some oomph on that red ball, you could get it out of the outfield. A couple people did, but it was like mo- the best hits in kickball are usually like line drives that bounce before somebody because you, you can't like no player is going to throw somebody out from like deep shortstop in kickball. Um, but it's like tough when you have ten people out there in the field to find a hole. So that's true. And nobody was going deep. Nobody's going over anybody's head. There were, I think there was only one ball that like made it over like an quote unquote outfielder's head for an extra base hit. Just it's tough to do, especially when the ball's that big. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just see a lot of people trying to just basically, I don't, not not as much even bunting it, but just getting it on the base on the third baseline or for most of the third baselines. Yeah. That's almost people aiming for, obviously. Texas, that was me cheering for you after that foul call. Thank you, I appreciate the support. <laughs> Love that. Um, Texas said, or Scooter Dingus says, did I just hear you say Taylor Rooks? Yeah, she was the she was MC in the event last night. Did the scoot squat with her too? I don't think so. <laughs> if he did, then once again, my I mean, my amazement at Scoots' abilities are, is going to be exacerbated. I mean, at some points, I'm, I'm, I've given up being amazed by what Scoots has done. Texas, are there going to be Louisville kickball over Kentucky champion posters? Sure. <laughs> Put on a shirt. Put the banner up. New banner. Do we get a stuffed animal to, to claim this victory, too? Texas, not sure what that guy's talking about. The sound is very clear today. Okay, Thank good. you. Yeah, good. It's just like guy's radio. Yeah, there we go. Um, we've got... There's so much happening in this in this football versus Cal stuff going on. Is there more? I've only seen the initial Cal statement. Well, we've got it. Which, I mean, there's no, I mean, this is Fred Calgol. He's like, how do you not say that and not expect just utter backlash? Yeah. I mean, you can't, there's no, I mean, was he just, was he taking some shots in the Bahamas? Did, did he get too much sun? <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll, we'll set the stage, and then I, there's because now we have players actively tweeting at Cal, which is incredible. Oh, my, oh man. The daughters are going to come full force here soon. They're off Twitter. They're not there anymore. Oh, they are? Really? I didn't know that. I don't want to, the one who followed me is gone. I know that. Aaron's the one that's usually most vocal, I think. I can't remember who it is. But yeah, one of them is definitely gone. I think both of them are actually off right now. Okay. Texas, I actually agree with the caller from yesterday. Uh, when can TK knock off the hate for Sat? You had a point yesterday. Our players and recruits are listening. Okay. Well, they're listening. I don't. If they're listening, I mean, it's good for them. I'm glad they're listening. I didn't have a problem. If he's referring to, well, I don't know how much hate I have for Sats because I've actually defended Sats probably more than most people have. I don't think that's true. Well, I just I made it clear I'd rather have Brom over him. It doesn't mean I don't like him. Just, I mean, I'd rather have one thing over another. It doesn't mean the other one sucks completely. Brown, on the other hand, yes. But I think if he's referring mostly to my not being not liking the Pierce Clarkson statement, then, yeah, I just don't think that's something you really should be publicly pushing out there. I think that kind of I, I don't I don't like this. It puts I think Louisville in a very awkward situation depending on what happens this year. Like, I, I mean, privately, if you want to make it known, that's fine. I think you're the only Louisville fan that has that take. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's just fine. it's just weird that you would say like it's a bad thing for the prized recruit to be supportive of the head coach that he's committed to playing. I mean, you realize like most times a even if they don't I mean, say a, these types of things, anytime a head coach gets fired, like these the players are decommitting. Like that's the way it works. That's the way college athletics work. I mean, you're basically saying if you want me to be there, you can't fire that coach no matter what. And I, I don't like putting the the. Louisville. He's committed to play for that guy. Why would he not say that? I mean, you can be. You don't have to say. You don't have to be public about it. He was asked the question. He answered it. Well, then don't you don't have to. You didn't have to answer it that way to the reporter. Well, you. I thought you. You, you could just guy, said you, I, you, you hate canned answers. You can. You, you can, say this all the you time. Can you, can't without, you can answer it You can answer without saying like I'm. I'm but you hate that. Highway. You hate that stuff. You you rip on guys all the time for giving canned answers where they have nothing of substance in their. Well, statements. I'm speaking from Louisville fan perspective, not Louisville media perspective. But Louisville fans love it. They said it. Radio guy loves it. Louisville fan, no. Louisville fan guys love it. Well, little fan guys are wrong. Well, <laughs> once again, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. Uh, Texas says Trevor's telling lies again. 
Can you be more specific? I yeah, I don't know. Texas says the gray uniforms are. Have you seen the uniforms? Uh, oh, you talking about the with the wing stuff? The new ones from today. Yeah, I don't. I <sighs> no. Did you really think I'm gonna like those? I, you, I expect that from. I feel like with like myself, like I'm usually I like kind of off the beaten path stuff. Like I like the murder birds because they were so hideous and so weird that I was like, you know what, fine. It's, it's so bad, it's good. It's like the world's ugliest dog. And for the record, I've given up caring about like not like because I, I get the kids like them. Then if the kids well, like them, then that's fine. I feel like I, I hate having like preface every conversation with saying that because it should go without saying that like yeah. this is not for us it's not for any of us exactly. as fans it's not for us as radio show hosts if the players feel good wearing them if the recruits think they're cool then that's all that matters because like anytime you have any opinion on a jersey you have a million people who are like doesn't matter it's a recruit i'm like i know e- everybody knows you know I, I feel like we should have gotten to a point as a society where we shouldn't have to preface any criticism <laughs> or critique or like vote of confidence in a uniform by saying it doesn't matter what i think the players and the recruits are the only ones that this is for we all understand that. Having said that, <laughs> I think the uniforms are bad. I usually like them. Yeah, you're a little more lenient than I am. The like the, the vill across the chest, it looks like a cartoon thing to me. Like it just I like the vill as like a, a as a brand. I think it looks weird and, and kind of lame on uniforms when we try to do it. It's never I, I can't remember one the Ville uniform we've done that we've liked. I also think we also get our asses kicked every time we wear the Ville. And maybe I'm just the one game that I, the first time I remember us wearing them, it was the game against Pitt, Craigthorpe's last year, where you knew afterwards he was going to get fired. Like that was it was like his last chance to save his job, and everybody after the game was like he's done, and we wore those stupid the Ville jerseys. We looked bad, picked our ass, and that was it. And I think ever since then we've we've lost. I can't remember a game that we've won where we've worn those types of jerseys. But these are especially bad. The gray with the white writing on top just doesn't doesn't stand out. I agree with the people who also have said it would look slightly better if they'd gone with like black helmets and black socks with that look as opposed to red just because it's a red chrome too isn't it and, I, and I'm, see, I'm you hate the chrome I, I do hate chrome also i'm kind of with you like i have no problem referring to my own hometown as the ville or using I, i'm not a big fan of town nicknames on uniforms because the nba does it a ton too and i just never really i'm not a fan of that yeah then again i'm i'm pretty 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 big stickler when it comes to most. I, I like basic i like basic jerseys I like traditional jerseys. See, I don't mind getting outside. I, I, like mixing around a little bit, but just sometimes it's just like, I don't know. I like basic and traditional for like your primary, the ones that you're going to wear most every week. I'm fine with like outside of the box jerseys for like one specific game, which we do a couple of times a year usually. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm good with that. These I just don't like. I do wish we'd get back to I mean, the best combination for my money is still the old white helmet with the Cardinal bird and red tops. Like I, I think it's, it reminds me of like just classic U of L football. I like the look. When I think Louisville, those that's the combination that I think of. And I feel like we've kind of gotten away from that. We do more of the red and black together, which is fine. But then the gray jerseys and gray jerseys can be fine. I've seen a lot of people bashing the gray. I think the ones we wore for the Florida State game when they were number one in 2014 that we should, we should have won that game. I thought those were cool. Does I like those. Does it bother you that gray is not actually one of our colors though? Is it not like? I mean, or is gray just like like is gray and white like go hand in hand with every school that's allowed to use it? Pretty much. But I mean, I think because I, I know yellow is one of our official school colors. And people well, the, get the yellow, I guess you can argue because of the beak. I think the official school colors, I believe, are white, black, red, and yellow. I don't think gray's in there. I could be wrong about that. I mean, I didn't know yellow would be considered an official one, but I mean, I always thought it was just red, black, and white. I think yellow's in there. But that's that's fine. Like I said, you look at our logo, the colors of the beak. It's a giant yellow beak. So I mean, I guess that counts, but. 
Uh, I mean, I heard that, and that was at least the excuse of the women's team when they wore those. I think about gray is hideous. Gray is an official school color. Where? Red. <laughs> it's gray horse is the name of the the actual color. Black, red, yellow, and gray horse. And I guess white doesn't count because white's every technically it's everyone gets color white. For it's like yeah. a, it is because you have to wear it's like the middle white square and bingo. Everybody gets. Well, it them. is because you have to wear white jerseys in That's every sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not no. Even though the uh, Lakers didn't wear white for a long time. Well, it's not. They're not a college team. <laughs> nah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Texture says easiest win that. for Adidas is just updated Brom era jerseys. I agree with that. I miss those jerseys. I know it wasn't a time of great success for Louisville football, but those jerseys in the nineties, I think, were still the best. Yeah, except we 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 could do. We don't need the mid drips though. Yeah, for and, sure. I mean, and this coming from somebody who loves midriffs. Texture says that's <laughs> just not a not on my not on my Brahms. Texture Adidas being very creative, giving our football and volleyball teams the exact same jerseys. I did notice that the volleyball team shared their official jerseys this year. The gray ones that they have for this year are basically the exact same thing as we have with the Ville, the same lettering and everything. It just was not, just not good. What, where in our logo anywhere is there gray? I mean, our logo. I mean, doesn't the official color have to be like part of your logo? Is no. that not how it works? Okay. No. You can I, just. You can just give yourself official colors without having yeah. There's one college that has more <laughs> official school colors than any other. Do you care to guess who it, what it is? <laughs> Kentucky? <laughs> no. Oregon? No. Am I close? No. Is it small school? No. Uh, who is it? Maryland. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, he's a damn flag with their... It has like 19 colors on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, I know it's like red, gold, well, white, ugliest black. helmets I'll ever see. I know I, it's, yeah. it's, I know it's your state flag and all, but come on. It's silly. It's, it's so bad looking. Texture says. How many colors do they have, did you say? I think it's like six. Oh, they, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're just. No, I, I'm drawing the. No, I, I'm drawing the line right here. Official colors, no more than three. Okay. Texas from someone who works for the football team. Say, even okay, the players yeah. think the unis are eh. Everyone kind of wishes the red trim was black. I think that's an easy fix. The the red trim should be black. The helmet should be black. I think that makes them a little bit better. The Raiders. No, I mean not really. Black and gray. I mean, I mean with white across the chest. There's still be, there would still be a little bit of red in there. I, I think that it would it would make it better. I still my biggest problem is still like the the vill across the chest, the way that it's written. But again, the recruits of like Pierce Clarkson said he liked it. Some of the other players said they like it. But if the I have seen some of that. Like, Makai back to was like tweeted at the official account and was like, You guys are crap for like those gray jerseys. Like, what are you doing? Uh, Texas says, So Clarkson was in a loose, lose situation, according to TK. If he gives a canned answer, TK's annoyed. He gives the actual answer, TK's annoyed. End of the day, Scott got to just win games. That's all that really matters. Yeah, just Scott win games. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, you know what? Scott wins games. I don't. I don't really. I don't care what the recruits say. Texas, you see the Maui jerseys that got leaked out? I don't. So I saw the picture. Those aren't the Maui jerseys. Oh, where, where's that? At? I haven't seen that. They might be the jerseys that we're wearing at Maui, but they're those were leaked a while back. Um, Adidas was selling them. They're the African American Heritage jerseys that Adidas okay. posted like a month ago. Those are the same jerseys. We may be wearing them in Maui. I know they kind of look like they have like a floral look to them, but I think when that got leaked, it was not for that reason. So. We'll see. I don't know when they were. And also, there's been no word from UofL that, like, we're wearing these in an actual football game. All they said was they're, so, they're being sold to the public on August 15th. I assume they're going to be, wo- wo- like, worn for a game. But they usually when they announce a jersey reveal, it's like, we're wearing these for the 
the game against Florida State on October whatever. Or like, but that didn't happen. We'll see. Uh, real quickly before we go to break, because then I want to get into the the Stoops Cal stuff, because my God, it's juicy. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. Juicier than you arguing with Master P. Definitely. <laughs> Big ACC news from a couple of days ago. Now we didn't. I guess it's from yesterday. Sam Hartman, the Wake Forest quarterback, uh, is going to be out for a probably significant chunk of this season, if not the entire season. Um, during practice on Tuesday, he I don't know. He's, something felt wrong. He went to the the medical team after practice, they checked him out. Something was wrong. He underwent a procedure Tuesday night. And all that we've, we, we know is that he's, according to Dave Clawson, going to be back at some point, but not going to be around for the start of the season. It sounds like he'll be out for at least the first month of the year. Uh, this Griffiths kid now is the starting quarterback. That's huge news. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Wake Forest is supposed to have one of the mm-hmm. best offenses in the country. Louisville, if you're wondering, does not play them until late October. So we could be one of the first teams to face Sam Hartman when he comes back, if He'll he comes back. He'll still be back. rusty. And he might be a little bit rusty. But all of that secondary to hoping that he's he's okay and he's going to be healthy. Because it, you know, when you hear non-football-related medical condition, you get a little bit worried. You get a little bit scared. Mm, yeah. and, but it sounded like he was at practice yesterday after the procedure. He was in good spirits. So that's good news to hear. But um, certainly best wishes to him. He's a hell of a player. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into this Cal versus Stoop stuff, and now Cal versus the entire UK football team. Oh, it's good. This is. <laughs> I wish we had a full show today because this oh. is the stuff that Summer Radio just dreams Cal of. Cal versus the big dog. We'll get to that coming up in the, uh, the I guess, just the second hour, the 5 o'clock hour. Before we do, reminding you guys again, our friends over at Shady Rays, bringing you the best sunglasses all summer long. Go to ShadyRays.com. Don't forget the promo code BIGX when you check out. It'll save you 15%. We love our friends over at Shady Rays. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into this Kentucky stuff. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Tell me. Jim Blossom's on Thursday. All right. I love Jim Blossom. Are you watching the video? I'm watching the video. It's the right call. I got sent the video of the, the, the call in the UK L game that UK is so upset about. They show the replay. Luke doesn't touch it. It's down. It's foul. It hits clearly left of the line. I'm, I'm right. And I saw you like Harlow comes out. Harlow is like trying to, he's trying to get the word. I'm like, it's foul. And the argument that the guy's making, he's like, it hit the base. It definitely did not hit the base. It's like five feet over the base. I'm watching, I'm watching this. Hold on. Oh, the music in there. Hold on. I don't want to get that music on. The- yeah. I think it was mostly good music. But anyways, uh, that was I, I was right. Not a big deal. Didn't affect the game anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the next play, UK ended up scoring a run. It was the exact same situation. So if UK wants to get mad, it doesn't matter. It's fine. All right. We got to talk about the big story of the day. All right. Real quick. I can't confirm that was foul. Thank you. Uh, it did not hit the base. 
That was that. That was the one that, that you were curious if Luke touched it though, right? Yes. Okay, because that, that it looks like he pulls he pulls back. I don't think he touched. Just it. a quick review, of my own. It does look like he did not touch it because the way the ball bounces, it doesn't it doesn't change direction as I like to point out in replays. So yeah, I do want to watch the rest of this next break though. It's a, yeah, it's it's good. Fortunately, I'm I had to do some other stuff during the break, so I was trying to get it all squeezed in in four minutes. That's fine. We've got big stuff to talk about, though. Yeah, we got, yeah, we've got some. This uh, is the stuff that, like, summer radio just dreams of. <laughs> when, when, when UK was playing a random, I don't say random, but it's the early basketball game in the Bahamas, and you thought, oh, we're going to get some stuff to talk especially if you're a UK fan. Right. This is probably nowhere near the list thing on the list that you were hoping to talk about so, in this situation. All of this stems from. A story that Kyle Tucker wrote today. Kyle Tucker's with the team in the Bahamas. And he writes a thing in The Athletic today about how John Calipari really wants a practice facility, a new practice facility. He's been asking for this for a while. He feels like he hasn't gotten it. And this is, he's making demands now. He's Cal. I'm king of the castle, right? I've been here for 13 years now. Show me a little respect. I want a practice facility. Give me a practice facility. So the quote that Tucker uses to tease his story uh, when he tweets it out this afternoon, this was about two hours ago, just says it's from Cal. And his quote is, this is a basketball school. Alabama is a football school. So is Georgia. No disrespect to our football team. I hope they win 10 games and go to bowls, but this is a basketball school. That's Cal's quote. So you're thinking, okay, like wonder if football sees this. Surely they're not going to react to it publicly. This will be handled behind closed doors. Oh, no, no, no. Mark Stoops, an hour ago, comes out, quote tweets the Kyle Tucker story, and says, basketball school, question mark, I thought we competed in the SEC, question mark, and then hashtag four straight postseason wins. I think I'm not, I'm not just propping your own self up, but also a little subtle dig at the fact that UK under John Calipari not really getting it done in the postseason. I, thinking, recently. I think does, I think yeah, I think the football team has more postseason wins in the last what three years than the, the basketball team does, right? Well, in the last three years, they got basketball team's got zero. So yeah, they clearly do. <laughs> yeah, just you're right. Just so say. that's one, and you see that, and you're kind of like, is this kind of tongue in cheek? Is he joking a little mm. bit? Oh, no, 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 because then Mark Soup starts just retweeting everybody who's tweeting out facts about how Louisville's, or Kentucky's been better at football than, than basketball recently. Oh. <laughs> I mean, some guy, Aaron Gershon tweeted out, he's a KSR guy, I think, tweeted out, he's 100% right, the comments by Cal, in my opinion, were insulting. Soup's retweets that. That's his opinion, basically. If you're, if you're retweeting that, you're saying, I think they were insulting, too. Yeah, or it's a cool 70s fact. Yeah, and then he also retweets a guy who says the football team has had more success than basketball the last four to five years, and it's not even close. Stoops has a point. Stoops is retweeting. Like, he's not joking. And then oh, Adam Luckett of KSR has a tweet that says, only 21 days until college football season, and Mark Stoops says, BBN begs to differ. Don't respect. Don't disrespect our great fans like that. And this is a full-on, like, he's pissed. Are we having a modern-day, like, uh, Bear Bryant rep situation over here? A little bit. Are we going to give Stoops a go watch and tell him to be on his way? So we've got that happening, and then we've got, at the same time, Max Duffy, the former UK punter. Yeah. He's coming out now. He's firing. He's tweeting at – he just tweets out, completely out of the blue question, but has the Kentucky football team ever lost the St. Peter's? <laughs> don't – listen, you don't get an angry <laughs> – don't get an Australian punter angry, okay? But now, hold on. <laughs> it, it gets even worse. bring it. Vito Tisdale, remember him? Oh, he's one of the less Lexington seven. How can we forget? Yeah, he six, he steps up. Now he's he has since deleted this tweet, but it's out there. Screenshots live forever. You can't, yeah, you he can't. He tweets at John Calipari at UK Coach Calipari oh and Lord. says this. This ought to be good. Check this out, y'all. Crap. We run the bluegrass. Y'all boys went out in the first round to St. Peter's. 
LMAO. We got a full-on football versus basketball feud here. I mean, are they going to meet at two bucks and, and 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 have a rumble? At where? Is it two bucks? Two or keys. Two keys. Yeah. Two bucks. <laughs> two actually, two bucks is where my eight used to work. They used to answer the phone. Welcome to two bucks. Thank you for calling two bucks. Where the hell are you? <laughs> I just imagine now Mark Stoops tweeting this tweet like, like on his computer because you know he doesn't use the phone. He's just tweeting this on his computer in his office. With the most angry, full-on, full red face you can imagine. Because that's how he looks during games. I feel like he's got the, the Stoops pissed off game face going. Where he's just like rage tweeting. And like DMing everybody. Then he's getting on his phone he's texting people back. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> and I, I did like that this was a, like, like TJ, I love you TJ. But TJ tried to come out and be like, this isn't a big deal. I'm sure Cal's going to tweet something <laughs> soon that's going to clarify. It's become a big deal. Like, I'm sure get- it'll be diffused. I'm sure Stoops will walk stuff back. But like. He's very clearly pissed off. Can we get TJ's head on Kevin Bacon from Animal House? Everything's going to be okay. Everyone stay calm. Matt Jones is tweeted too now. He says, I hate that the basketball versus football thing is happening. Oh, of course. The school does. doesn't need it as both are in a great position right now. Yeah. But that was a poor choice of words by Calipari, and I understand why Stoops would be frustrated. Ooh. Hopefully, it all gets mended quickly. Well, Stu- you know, Cal and, and KSR, they, it's a rift. So, so Matt, Matt's... Matt's- Ditched Cal and gone to the Stoops team, huh? I think so, because Stoops goes on a show, and Cal now doesn't like him, apparently. That's what's going on. I mean, the Stoops... That's going to admit his original Cal comments. Stoops retweeting the comment by somebody else saying that the comments by Cal, in my opinion, were insulting, is not a small thing. I love Vito. He's basically saying, I'm insulted by John Calipari's words. Well, he should. Someone He should be. Well, because... And it's not... Listen, Cal's what said actually... Is it true? Well, kind of, Yeah. Uh, is it disrespectful? Maybe not particularly, but what it does to Stoops is that this is a guy who has spent the last, what, six years, seven years, however long he's been in Kentucky now, you know, taking over a program that was, you know, even worse than it's perspective, to, you know, it's perceived to be nationwide, which is saying a lot, you know, and, and it's, you know, slowly but surely built this team up to where it's respectable. It's, you know, they're not Georgia, obviously, but they have, you know, consistently the last couple of years been a top two or three team in the SEC East, which is a, a, a huge accomplishment. Wait, wait, real quick. We lost the feed for a little bit, apparently. Well. Came back on. Okay. Why, why do we keep dropping off? I don't what know. is going on here? But so if, if I'm Stoops, like, yeah, it, on the surface, is this really that bad of a thing to say? No, but it does hurt what he's trying to been, what he's been trying to build for all these years. And that is that we're not Kentucky. We're not, you know, the running joke of, Oh, it's football season. You know, there's Kentucky and Vanderbilt, and you know, real teams. You know, he's he's been and he's done a, you know a good job at that. He's I mean, he's built Kentucky to, you know, to anyone who knows college football is a more respectable program, opposed to you know what it was you know 60 years going into this. It's the it's the strongest Kentucky football has ever been in our lifetimes, and probably the lifetimes of pretty much everybody listening to the show. Short of when they were cheating in the late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, so yeah, I mean, so I I get it for him. For him, for, for that comment to him, that is insulting to him. And it's saying to him, like, hey, guess what? I'm you know, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well, I guess, maybe. Or I hope you do well. But no matter what you do, you're never going to be us. And that's... For sure. I mean, that's that's kind of what he said in, in, in a way. He said, hey, you know what? I hope you win 10 games. I hope you go to bowls. I'm reading exactly what he said to quote. But it doesn't matter what you do. You will never be us. He's like looking. He's like looking at John Stone. Like you're always going to be a bastard to us. Pretty much. You're never. You're never going to be a Stark. Can we be fair? Like, there's validity in what Cal's saying. Well, that's true. Yeah, it is. But to a degree, you also don't say it because it is insulting to Mark Stoops and what he's been able to accomplish. Like Kentucky is. 
unless the basketball program falls off the face of the earth for like 20 straight years and the football program becomes like a national powerhouse for 20 straight years, Kentucky is going to be a basketball school, yep. always has been and will be for the foreseeable future. Yep. Stuff like that doesn't doesn't just change over the span of three years. So I get what or Cal's saying. Cal's trying to flex because he wants what he thinks is his. Like, we're a basketball school. Let's act like it. Let's have state-of-the-art facilities. Let's keep up with the Joneses. I understand what he's saying. You just don't say it that way. I mean, Especially when your football team is having the longest period of sustained success that it's had maybe ever. And you kind of aren't in the position of the most power. You lost St. Peter's last year. You had the wor- one of the worst seasons in program history two years before that. Yeah, but you got the greatest recruiting class known to man coming in again. Right, but like right now, in this snapshot in, in time, Kentucky football, you can make the case for the first time in either one of our lifetimes, is the stronger of the two brothers. And so you don't say that. Even if it's not true, even if UK basketball was rolling and UK football was just kind of, you know, whatever, you still don't come out and say, we're a basketball school. It, it's just, it's a slap in the face to the other guy. I can't, I, and, and TJ, if you're listening, you let us know. Anger UK fan, if you're listening, let me know. Like, is, is, is UK giving some, like, some flux of money to the football team in the last year or two that... Well, apparently Stoops wants a practice facility himself. I mean, can they? Okay, so, so is that what this is? These guys are fighting over a practice facility. Which one gets it? I, I can they not make a like a one that they both share in some way? I mean, I know that UK. I mean, UK invested heavily in the football facilities when when Mark Stoops first got that job. Yeah, and they had to, otherwise they would not. He would not be here still, and they would still be the Joker Phillips program and they also wouldn't be investing more in the football program because i remember at that time talking to people who worked at uk and they're like we're giving this a shot was essentially what they were saying like we're going to put we're going to give this guy all the money he needs we're going to give him all the upgrades he's, he needs we're going to be have facilities that are competitive with maybe the, the best of the best in the sec but most of the best of the best in college football a lot if, of alcohol sales <laughs> if he can't win here then it's just not going to happen, and we'll quit after this. Like that was essentially what they were saying. It's mm. like we're putting all this money in, we're taking a shot. If he can get us to like eight, nine, ten wins fairly consistently, great. It's all worth it. If he doesn't, then we tried. It's all we can do. We'll go back to we'll be Vandy, and then we're going to be great <laughs> at basketball forever. It's worked, and now you've got Mark Stoops, who's like, I've turned down some big time programs to stay here, or some like level programs to stay here. You need to start. Like it's been over a decade now. We're winning. We're doing what I told you I would do if you gave me what I needed. Now I'm telling you I need more. And you got Cal Perry who's also like, I need more too, man. <laughs> like, let's get it going. And maybe it is kind of a, like, who's going to get their way? I I, I don't think Stoops is playing it that way, though. I, I honestly think he's just insulted by he should be. Cal Perry coming out and saying, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what we've done. We're a basketball school. You're always the little brother to us. And, you know. We're laughing in the face of, of your accomplishments. Congrats. I hope they go win 10 games and go to a bowl. That also is a little bit demeaning. Like, sort of saying that, like, that's their ceiling. Like, our ceiling's always national title. I hope they win 10 games and they go to a bowl. Not, I hope they win every game and they win a national title. I don't know if he meant that insulting. Because, I mean, he probably, I mean, probably no Cal doesn't think that may is, like, is the ceiling for everybody, maybe. I don't think so. Cal's not that dumb. I mean, I don't know. You'd think that, but if he was, he wouldn't have made the statement. So... I mean, I think he's just like, like I said. I think he's just. He deliberately doesn't care. Like he's he speaking off. his thoughts out loud. I, I think is is the problem there. I think he's. I think he's. I think he genuinely believes what he said. And I think there's definitely some merit to it. And by the way, for he the, just don't say it publicly. By the way, for the record, those who want to point out, yes, when it happens with Kentucky, I don't want canned answers. I want Cal. I just don't want it for my own team. This is where I do want the stuff. This is where I want colorful answers. You, but you, you <laughs> criticize Satterfield for being too bland with answers too. Yeah, because I, well, I think I'm mainly blaming Satterfield for not giving me the answer. 
No, I don't mean that's what you wanted Clarkson to do. And the answer I want is why is Brown still employed? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Uh, I just, I'm just, I just had to go on Matt Jones's Twitter feed and start reading some stuff. I was like, eh, this is where it's going to be juicy today. Yeah. Other person, someone's blaming KSR for all this. Like, this is all your all's fault. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Is it? Uh, Texas says, I think this is an angry guy. You just use the same logic to say UK football is better than UK basketball that you go against when people say UK football is better than U of L football. Nobody said UK oh, football is uh, better than UK basketball. I said Cal's comments are right. UK is always going to be a basketball school. Yeah. But for right now, yeah, you can say UK football has been better in recent years. Yeah, I, I, nobody's denying that UK football right now is stronger than Louisville football. I mean, postseason. I mean, it's not like, let's not forget, Kentucky, the, what made losing the St. Pete, other than losing the St. Pete so bad is they were a two seed. Right, but if you're talking yeah. the last three years. I think you can say, you. I mean, because you have to add in that nine and sixteen basketball season. Yeah. UK's won, one of those. They didn't have a tournament. But UK's yeah. won ten games in two of the last three years. Like that's not nothing, especially when you play in the SEC, which is stronger in football than it is in basketball. But like, nobody's. I don't think any Louisville fan is arguing that U of L football right now is not has not been better than UK football. Like, like we all know, UK football has been better than Louisville football the last three years. I think the scoreboard kind of points exactly. That out. But if we're saying like historically, yeah, I think you have a football the last since they've been in the modern series. Well, we they own the modern series. They've had better teams more times than not. You've still been the stronger of the two programs. But right now, of course, yeah. I mean, any Louisville fan who's saying that UK football is not above Louisville football right now isn't paying attention. Like I can admit that we we all hate we all love to rivalry. I mean, we all hate want, UK, but we the, can call it spade a spade. You want to go to the record books? I mean, maybe Kentucky's. But I mean, because if you want to bring out you know your Junction Boys or whatever. Well, that's why I said modern era, modern yeah, series, or the seventy you know the, the late seventy team and. But outside those two little hiccups, I mean, you have what the Holiday Bowl run in '84. I mean, that's after since after that, it's pretty much downhill for. You want to compare the two? I mean, at that point from there, if you want to be from there, Louisville was dominating Kentucky as a program. Texas says full on UK meltdown. We've now got um, Leah Edmond. I don't even know who Leah Edmond is. Just saying Memorial Coliseum still doesn't have air conditioning. Oh, she's a oh she's a volleyball player. <laughs> now we got volleyball getting in the fold. <laughs> Didn't they win a national title? It's a program. What? Yeah, they did two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot more recently than Kentucky has. Yeah. This is like the new station's anchor man, just like coming together for like a big rumble. Got every, everybody against everybody now. <laughs> In that comparison, who's who? I wonder. <laughs> Angry guy says I giggle every time I hear modern series. Why? I giggle every time I hear scores from 1912. I mean. Oof. Literally, like not not hyperbolic. Over a hundred years ago, if you want to take those six games that were played over a hundred years ago, more power to you. I think games from 1996 have more relevance than games from 1960. But that's just me. I, but I'm just saying, yeah. oh, like overall, like 1996 has more relevance than 1916. Yes, I think that's silly. Also, hey, close. Since we're on the topic, I think basketball titles from the last few years more relevance than four titles in the 1940s. Hmm. Just saying. Hmm. Texas, I very rarely see these so-called basketball fans talk poorly about the football program. I can't say say the same about the football fans first. I'm just, you know what? I'm just, I, I, I actually, I think it's the UK. Tech. I think it was for KRC. I kind of, I feel the same way. I got a little props to the stoops, you know, for, for, for snapping back. Is that what the kids say? Clap back. Clap back. Clapping back. Oh, I give him. Because I... A, he, finally, he won. This is one of the few times in probably in our lifetime that the football team does have a leg to stand on in this clap back. Other than just being like, don't insult us, even though you're right. And, and even though we both established that technically what he said was was right, but it doesn't mean you don't you, say it. Yeah, you know, doesn't mean you have to point it out. Um, yeah, but I'm Stoops. I mean, I, you know what? I'm glad Stoops won. Just you know, this goes to my little fanhood and a radio guy. 
I love it because it's, it's the best. I, oh, it's incredible. I'm like your boy in uh, the league when the guy when the guy's team loses. He's like, I just won. I feel like I won twice. I mean, I, get Mingione in there. Yeah. Have him start lobbing. The only reason we haven't been to an NCAA tournament in yeah. six years because <laughs> we're not getting what we need. Texas defending anything UK is not what I'm here for on this pro U of L show. We need to be poking fun, enjoying the internal burning. Oh, we are. Oh, it is not yeah. analyzing and defending. All of their shows will be roasting us right now. Oh, it's incredible content. But we can also still say like, I'd be pissed if I were Mark Stoops too. Listen, do you want? Do you, it's just I'm the biggest Louisville fan. I'm like finally, I'm like this. This is not happening to us. Finally, it's this isn't us making fun of ourselves for saying something I, I posted the gift from Godzilla where it's like, stupid. he's like, let them fight. I mean, this is, yeah, finally, we can actually talk about them having some problems. Vito Tisdale, Texas says, Vito Tisdale also once said, I hate Lexington with a passion. I mean, Tisdale. And we still didn't get him. He's, he's, he's got kicked off the team, right? Or is he still on? I don't even know. He's probably still on. I mean. The default answer for the, in those questions is always, they're still on the team. If I'm stupid. AKA like, Chris Rodriguez. I, I, <laughs> Like I know it's hypocritical to say I'm good, I'm happy with Stoops, but if I was Stoops, I would send out a mass text to players, be like, get off Twitter now, like let let me let me talk smack, you know, let me do some retweets or whatever, let me handle it. Texas Vince Mara is going to start tweeting Cal from his daughter's baby shower. <laughs> I think the big dog did tweet something. He has to have tweeted something. There's no way the big dog has stayed quiet this long. I'm pretty sure that yeah, I, I think he, I don't know if it's been deleted. I think I saw somebody saying that he had said something. Uh, yeah, he he says uh, I think we pretty good at football too. Again, too misspelled as you wow, might, might guess. Wow, he also said we pretty. I mean. Love what at UK Coach Stoops has done here at University of KY. Go Big Blue. Well, that's not. There is no way Vince Merrill tweeted that. Well, the incorrect use of two is, is what, the giveaway. No, no, that could have been somebody hiding. That is not a no. Vince, that's not the Vince Merrill big dog I know. Now here's the other question. Vince, big dog Hold I on. know what it says. Here's the here's the other you question. Bark all day, little. Is dog it actually Mark Stoops? Do we have, you know, some people don't have. Stoops one of the guys that usually does his on Twitter, though? I mean, that, we usually kind of know those people. I feel like it is, but is there an anonymous hero? Is there some, what if this is like a 25-year-old woman who's, you know, fresh out of grad school, first social media job, and she's like, you know what? It's going to be her last social media job. I don't know. She's like, <laughs> I choose violence today. I'm going after Calipari. I'm defending my boss. Trial by my jury. I kind of want that to be the case. And maybe that's an accurate defense if you're Stoops. I think it's probably, it has to be Mark Stoops. I think so. Even if he didn't tweet it, he gave the okay for it. You know, this is something that I don't I don't think a 22-year-old who's just getting into the workforce is going to go off and do their own. But, oh, man, it's fantastic. Texas now the rifle team is claiming it's a rifling school. <laughs> Shots fired. We want better skeet shooting. <laughs> we better than all y'all. We've been we've been shooting at old plastic plates from the cafeteria for two years. We want flamethrowers. <laughs> we can't even get proper skeets to shoot at. <laughs> we want to we want to shoot animals. Let us do what we want. Get a human being in there. We want to blow up a car. <laughs> Texas says, uh, Stoops responded to Cal on Twitter. What the hell? Oh, that's a UK fan text. Yeah, it did. Oh, my gosh. Texas says, uh, I think Blank and Baker hacked Stoops' account. <laughs> he did just tweet, sounds like there's turmoil, turmoil in Lexington. Texas says, what if it's the Sandy Bell heel turn? <laughs> By the way, AEW last night, awesome. Texas says, the, uh, the Stoops account interacts with people he's friends with in real life. It's definitely him. Even better. Texas, I think Stoops and Calipari are just salty that state-of-the-art facilities are coming to UK for rifling. Is, is that a real fact? <laughs> I mean, shouldn't the volleyball team the one gets it? I mean, they had the most success in recently, right? Yeah. Are they the only? Are they the only like? Wet rifle. 
is well because the right well that's they win every year. Yeah, because because there's only like three teams. For Burfall, I think have I made this reference on here before? Like, it, how much it irritates me is the UK rifle team is somehow better than the Army team. We've talked about it. Okay, yeah. that's, we got into a whole discussion where I was like, "Does Army have a team? Because if so, that's a little bit troubling." It kind of worries me a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, but I don't think there's that many competition for rifling. So you know, good for them. I don't want actually. You know what? I, I shouldn't be making them mad to our rifling team. It should be nice to them. The I feel like UK fans can, who are maybe listening can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the UK football fans are far more vocal than the UK like basketball fans. And this is sort of true on the Louisville side. Like, you, the element of the fans that are football first, because they know they're sort of a minority. Yeah, because I, I just saw Stoops tweet something like, don't res- disrespect our great fans like that. Like, yeah. You, why should it be your, I mean, shouldn't it be, the fans are the same, right? It's not, you know, not one or the other. Well, I think he's saying fans that like maybe are just diehard football fans that don't view, like they view pro- the programs on equal playing field. I think that's what he's saying, which mm-hmm. I, I get. Like, I think that makes sense. But like, I'm seeing now tweets from Cat, Cats Illustrated that are, what a, patha- what a pathetic, small, sorry sack of crap. Saying that on a lavish trip to the Bahamas, Cat only wishes he could be as admired as, and beloved as Mark Stoops. Cat only dreams he could build something never done before as Stoops has done. Hashtag football school. Hashtag Team Stoops. Wait, is this Barstool UK that said this? This is Cats Illustrated. Really? I thought Cats Illustrated was supposed to be like down the middle. Well, clearly they're not. Cows they, pissing people clearly off. Clearly they have picked a side. The the headline on the main forum of the main post is. Cats Illustrated still around. Oh, it's still around. Okay. The, the headline on the, I guess, the most viewed topic on Wildcat Lair is 63 year old failure of a coach can't handle his irrelevance, attack successful programming coach. <laughs> That's a very elegant title. <laughs> Can we get Barnhart in here? Like, no, Barnhart sure so. Did it, if Barnhart was ever going to bring in beer sales, now would be the time to announce it. Mitch Barnhart is like the guy in the war movie who's like, he's so boisterous for the first hour, and then like when the bleep hits the fan, they find him like huddled in like a small room in the basement, like just totally cowering out. Like who's, he's, who's, he's just like, is it over? The guy from Game of Thrones. Again, I've been, been binging it. No, no, the uh, the guy that was sent down to the... Oh, yeah. With the, the beard, he got his head chopped off yeah. eventually. I forget his name. I know I'm making... He's Game like hiding Thrones. with the women and children. Yeah, he's yeah. hiding with Gilly yeah. during the... Uh, I know, yes, I'm sorry if I'm making all the Game of Thrones uh, references. Fresh but, in your mind. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind. That's kind of what Barron's doing right now. He's just yeah, like, he's no, 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 <laughs> no. I just wish your Barnard being like, come on, guys, please. I want to hear Rich Brooks. Can thought. you please be not Rich Brooks? I want to hear Rich Brooks' granddaughter's thoughts instead. <laughs> and she's a rapper. I've got no idea. Rich Brooks' he, granddaughter's a rapper? Oh, yeah. Like he, I think it's his granddaughter. I've seen him tweet it out before, doing like rap videos. Well, let's get her in. So I'm like, Rich Brooks is tweeting out a rap video? <laughs> it turns out it's like his granddaughter or something. Or his... I love Rich Brooks' Twitter. <laughs> it's mostly like in hunting and golfing, mostly. Yeah, his most recent tweet. Played ECC today and was yeah. bad. 87 and lost money. And that's it. It's just so innocent. Skip down it. You'll see the rap video, a couple rap videos in there. I don't see any rap videos. He's, <laughs> he's tweeting about Olivia Newton-John. He's a lot of sunset picks. Man loves a good sunset. She might not have put out an album in a while. Don't we all? Uh, played ECC today. Shot 84 with two doubles. Got to crack 80 sometime soon. I love this man. Bring him back. <laughs> I feel like I'm... I'm Rich getting... Brooks is an underrated college football coach in history, by the way. I don't... I agree. I mean, I, he took Oregon to Rose Bowl, the first Rose Bowl. I don't know if this is just a recency bias thing or if it's a genuine, like, we think Cal is in the wrong here. I'm getting the sense that you've got more pro-Stoops UK fans in this than pro-Cal. 
And I don't know if that changes like during the season if UK football doesn't have a good year and UK looks like they're going to be really good, which they looked pretty good last night from what I'm like picking up on Twitter. But right now, it seems like you've got people who are like you forget how pissed pe- off people were at Cal on the heels of the St. Peter's game, right? Because of the recruiting recently. Because the recruiting re- well, and also going nine and sixteen the year before didn't help, and the fact that they oh, haven't been to a Final Four since 2015, all yeah. that stuff. They, I mean, whether they admit it or not, UK fans, if if you had told them in 2012. John Calipari is still going to be here through the 2023 season, and you're not going to have another title. They would have said you're full of belief. Like he's definitely going to win multiple more titles, and that hasn't happened. And I think this was sort of like the because they've been recruiting so well, it's put all that to bed. They're like, okay, Cal's our guy. We're going to be good this year. We're going to be really good next year. Let's see what happens. National Player of the Year is coming back. All that good stuff, and that all it takes is this one little misstep, a shot at a guy that they're very very high on, for them to go back to like, you know what? We haven't forgotten St. Peter's forgotten nine wins don't come at mark stoops shut up and win some more games this year it's kind of like like right now we're all kind of team sat it's kind of like what would happen if sat lost to syracuse i mean i just i don't know why this popped in my head but i wish i know i doubt this will happen but the the tweet by stoops where he quote tweeted cal tucker and called it basketball school i thought we competed in the sec if Cal was to take that tweet and, and quote tweet it and add the gif of Andrew Jackson saying they supposed to be SCC, I might just go to his house and bow down to him. That would like, that would that be would just the classic reply back to him would just be so awesome. That's honestly perfect. That just, <laughs> I mean, if Cal, you need to DM him right now and tell, tell him to do him this. To do that. Just put the, TJ Beisner. If you if you quote tweet and put that gif on there, they supposed to be SEC. They supposed to be SEC. I mean, oh my god, the Twitter universe will explode. It would be so great. Or some, like, that's the best. Second best would be some sort of reference to, like not having enough men on the field for big plays. I mean, you could do that, but the fact he says, I thought we competed in the SEC question mark. They supposed to be SEC. And then you respond with that gif. I mean, I know it's been a while since we've had that one pulled out of the uh, garage, and it's a great one. God, it but it's time to dust it off and put it out here. Cal, tweet that right now at him, quote tweeted. The thing about that gif is like that was the one WKU-UK game where UK actually won. Oh, was it? Yeah, was that the one they won in overtime? They ended up winning that game. Okay. I, I was thinking, I thought that was the one that KJ Black scored. They won with uh, the Western one in overtime. No, they definitely won this game. Okay. But then they ended up losing two in a row. They lost to Petrino, and they lost the game in, I think that was Petrino in 2012. I know they lost that one in overtime. One was in, one, one, one of them, I think, in Murfreesboro or something. Yeah. Because they, that, well, I think, I guess but they But this one, they time. definitely won. Because I remember that this was when they were behind. Like, they're winning when he makes the comment. Yeah, yeah. Western Kentucky I mean, is, but UK ends up winning. That's crazy. The game. I didn't remember that. I always thought it was just the one. Because I remember, I just remember KJ Black at quarterback. And so, only reason I remember that is because of playing the video game, too, and using Western on the video game back then, having him. Because he was, he was fast quarterback. It was nice. Texas, all right, Stoops, time to tweet out that Kenny Payne won those games so every UFL fan can yeah, turn them into Mr. Burns. That's what he does in response. Perfect. Can I get? Can I hack their accounts right now? Those are the next two tweets. Like, he tweet, he quotes tweets with this, and then Stoops responds, yes, with that, with, with, with Mac and, and Wood screaming, and Penny came, Kenny Payne won. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Texas with other universe. Oh, this is a KRC text. And I, I understand why KRC fans are texting in now. I'm sure they, oh, they want thoughts on their mind, next podcast. Yeah. yeah. With other universities, this is all just funny. Banter between successful athletic programs, but at UK, comments like cows mean war because of our fans. I don't think this is necessarily because of the fans. Well, I think what he's trying to say in there, if this is what he's trying to say, I agree with him, that you, they should both know, and Cal knows this, and he's not hes not dumb, and Stoops, I don't think, knows it. I would think he knows it too. UK, there's fan bases and then there's BBN. Like, it is, it, it's a horse of a different color when it comes to, like, the craziness. And, and maybe 
Overall, too, is what I mean, I guess. Because without Bama... But what does that have to do with anything? That, that you, he just knows they're putting... Cal should know that it's going to drive the fans insane and probably maybe just cause this kind of war between the two. Like, you do this in Alabama, no one's going to care because everybody knows it's Alabama football. Like, no one's going to come to the defense of the basketball program, really. But I don't I, I don't think that even matters here. I, I think the issue is it's the disrespect towards Mark Stoops and Stoops coming back at him. I think that's the... Like, who cares if the fans are, like, just non-existent? You've got two very successful, high-profile guys that have been at the school... For both over a decade now, who are yeah. at odds? Like that's a that's a gigantic deal, and they're, and they're both like yeah. to Jones's credit in his tweet, they're both in the midst of pretty successful stretches. UK football is when's the last time they were picked to finish second behind the reigning national champion in their division in the SEC? UK basketball is going to be preseason top five with a chance to win their first national title since 2012. They've got the reigning national player of the year. This should be everything's happy, everything's sunshine, everything hugs. And now you've got the two faces of the program kind of going at it a little bit. And my guess is that the next move is going to be John Calipari apologizing to some extent or saying, doing something to defuse the situation. But the damage is done. Like, Stoops, is he's not going to let this go for a while. He may act like it publicly, but you know behind closed doors he's going to be pissed off about this for a while, and that's not a non-story. I mean, could we just be the one of these two out of here within the next two years because of this being the 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 – the first leak in the dam that is before the levee breaks. Well, that's the thing now is if you if you're Mitch Barnhart and you give Cal what he wants, which is probably going to happen anyway. I know Cal's posturing, but at the end of the day, Cal's probably going to get whatever he wants as long as he's sticking around, oh, especially yeah. if they have a good season this year. Like Cal's going to get that practice facility, and if Mark Stoops does in fact want like his own new upgrades and he doesn't get what he wants, that may be the straw that says like, look, I've done all I can do here. You're not giving me what I want. You're making it very clear to me that you believe what John Calipari is saying, which is we're always going to be a basketball school, and I'm going to take whatever parallel school offer that I get that comes up next. I'm, that, I'm going to UCF, baby. At that time, you could be looking, oh, maybe, oh Kirk Prince is finally retired. Iowa available. Going on. Hey, I mean, you know could he, be on the table. I mean, if there's, if, I mean, honestly, that's like the one conference that probably could take him away from UK with or without the riff. Is the Big Ten because I mean, and that's that's the I could see him doing a parallel move in Iowa. I think it's not a parallel move. I was better programming in Kentucky, but uh, in football, obviously. But like there are, I mean, if there's some parallel moves, then I think maybe football with the Big Ten that that Stoops would consider, and that'd be the only reason because the Big Ten he's a Midwest guy. Texas, wow, do we need UK football and basketball fans house divided flags? Please picture Stoops. somebody make them. One with Stoops on picture Stoops and Cal on each side. Somebody make them. That would be hilarious. House divided. Yeah, house divided. Fan base divided. Texas, can we get uh, Tim Sullivan to ask Stoops and Marrow how that NIL program is going today? <laughs> oh, Tim, jump. You know, Tim is just like, how can I get in on this? Is he is he in there? Is he is he tweeted? I, she, I'm sure. I don't think he has, but I need Tim to like. Tim never. Or is Alan Cutler's Twitter account? But Tim doesn't like tweet. <laughs> Tim like. He only puts out articles, right? He like goes and does stuff. Tim will just be like, I just went to Mark Stoops' house and knocked on his door. And he told me he hates John Calipari. Like, that's what Tim will do. Like, Tim needs to get himself involved at some point. Texas, I definitely thought the Fred Calgill versus Trinity was going to be the biggest local beef this week. So uh-huh. glad to see someone uh, somehow in the dead offseason UK steps up to the plate. Which is the better rivalry right now? Calgill, Trinity, or Stoops, Calipari? Oh, Stoops, Calipari just took it. I think they did, too. Calgill might want to send, like, uh, uh, Calipari. Like, yeah, you might want to send him, like, a basket of something or whatever just to thank him for taking the public heat off of him now. We need him to Stoops next now. <laughs> Get everybody involved. Maybe maybe Calipari's gonna sue Stoops over over practice facility. Texas says UK fans are about to start saying that Kenny Payne wasn't those one of those games. <laughs> oh God, that that's that's the new new that's that's the turn that we need oh, now. So good. Uh, Texas says, Hey Cal, just remember Orlando and Tigua won those games. 
He won those recruits. Texas, if, if Harson came at Pearl right now and called Auburn a football school, the reaction would be the exact same. I For sure. But that, that's the difference, is Harson is wildly unpopular. Cal Perry, even though there's a recency thing with him not doing enough in the last couple of years, like, nobody wanted, I mean, few people wanted Cal fired after losing to St. Peter's or after going 9-16 and a couple of years ago. The majority of Auburn fans wanted Harson out after the last football season, and he hasn't really done anything of consequence there. So, yeah, Bruce Pearl's clearly the stronger of the two. This is different in that... Well, it actually is really similar because you have the two opposites change, but no matter what you say, Auburn is still a football school regardless of the success that their basketball program has had over the football team in the last year. Right, but what I'm saying is Auburn fans, by and large, hate this this Harson guy. Like They want him gone anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, in this case, they don't... UK know. fans, like they, they may be upset with Calipari, but they don't hate him. Exactly, yeah. And like also, Cal's won a national title, and he's... you know He's, he's still Cal, yeah. He's still Cal, and he's got the recruiting class Now, rolling. if he made this before the recruiting class, he might have gotten more backlash. But it is, I, I understand what the Texas is trying to say, and that this is sort of a reverse situation where Auburn is historically a football school, but the basketball program is the stronger of the two. Mm. But the difference is right now, I think basketball is much stronger than football, and Pearl is much more popular than Harson, whereas... Stoops may be slightly more popular than Cal at this point in time, but all it takes is one season for Cal to like be back to being Cal with this recruiting class coming in, and Stoops to just be like just okay, like an eight and four, seven and five type season. I don't season. Even know if Stoops is still more popular than Cal. You you might be right. I mean, you, I mean mo- if he mo- is, it's close. Because it looks like from most most of the reaction I'm, I, I see, and I could be wrong, is that and I am a lot, but is that like they're not. They're not. They're not like. They're just mad that Cal even said it. They're not like actually bashing either one of them. They're just bashing what he's why he said it. Like I think you're right. I mean, like, and I think the, te- the Texas. I mean, it's a decent point. I mean, it is very close, similar. But I guess the only difference would be that, yeah, the. I think the Auburn. You're right. The Auburn fan base doesn't, you know, support both the coaches respectfully, as much as UK is supporting theirs. But in the and but like the fact is like yeah, if Auburn basketball, no matter how successful they've been, it's still a football team. I mean, it's. It's and, and same case for Kentucky, like you mentioned. It, unless they go 20 years and Auburn wins a few national titles in basketball and the football team just completely goes for sure disappears and goes 0 and 20, I mean or 0 and 60 or whatever, then it's still going to be a basketball a football school. Texas, how about that group of UK basketball slash Bama football fans today? Are they even happier today? <laughs> Love it. Texas, we really need DJ and Bradshaw to commit to us today. I'm a Kentucky fan te- text, but. <laughs> How bad would that be? Just, DJ, DJ Wider today. Well, oh, DJ, if you're going to commit to U of L, don't even hold it. it. Do it right now. If D, if DJ Wagner knows he's going to Louisville, may, I don't even want this thing to drag out any longer. I don't want it to happen with a big you know, song and dance and big show in October. Do it right. This is the moment. No, right uh, now. The, just tweet it out, and the tweet will read. I finally made my decision. I will be going to University of Louisville. Their practice facilities are a thing of no one's are questioned against nobody. <laughs> Just please, DJ, please do that. Just say I fell in love with their practice facilities. Oh my god, uh, they're second to none. Texas U of L fan, I want the killing blow. Yeah. I mean, if, if Cal does what I suggested he do, that might that that would be a knockout punch. I don't know how Stoops comes back with that, other than the Kenny Payne won those games. Man, Fred, Texas are right. Fred Calgill is the happiest man in Louisville right now. <laughs> Fred Cal goes at home just like yes, he's yes, happier, happier for more. <laughs> this makes him happier than if he'd won the lawsuit properly. Calgill's just like throwing salt. On, he's like out there. He's like, who who can I persuade? He's like Nick Mangione. You got to get in there. He's over creating fake accounts. Toby Smith, say something. Is Tubby on Twitter? Probably not. 
I can't. There's there's no way I can promise you. If Tubby is on quote unquote Twitter. It is not Tubby. There's no way it's Tubby Smith running his Twitter account. The sad thing is, I, I saw this text too. Like, it feels like the universe is throwing us a bonus, Louisville fans, because it's like a little bit, yeah. The shoe's almost always on the other foot. Like, oh yeah. Now we're like, oh, this is great. This is great. I'm just expecting something terrible to happen tomorrow now. And every time, <laughs> no, don't say every that. Every time I say that, it winds up being the truth. Like we're like IRP rulings coming out tomorrow. Or something like that, or Malik Cunningham misstep. Like I, I, every time that we laugh too hard, it's why I'm almost hesitant to do it. Like I'm almost hesitant to point and laugh at UK because I just feel like every time we do it, it's like the football gods or, or basketball gods or just sports gods are like, no, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. You can't have fun at anyone else's expense. No. And to remind you of that, boom, Mark Bassett out for the season. Oh, that you're gonna say something right now? It literally happened. I was like, oh, come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, can we... It happens. I'm gonna be mad at you now. Something like that does happen. It's not my fault. No, it's gonna be your fault. You brought it. It's you not the Friday fault. news dump on us. It's not my fault. I've, I promised. Uh, I tell you what, we won't take a break this hour because yeah, we started late yeah. anyway. We're good. I promised some uh, positive UK yeah. or UVL basketball I said recruiting so many news. Songs today. There's like five songs. We needed two. We only needed two. I know. <laughs> We've got some good basketball uh, recruiting news, which not DJ Wagner related. Oh, did you get the open already? No, no, no. Not DJ. I just said not DJ Wagner. Oh, uh, I just heard DJ Wagner. That's all here. If you remember this, this was like three months ago. We had the whole debate over Pierce Clarkson making the vague comment multiple times about, you know, it's not just football. I know a basketball recruit that's coming. And like we're, we're reinvigorating both sports. It's going to happen. Yeah. And we kind of did some work. We we're trying to figure out who he was talking about on the basketball front. People were like, I think it's Imani Bates. I'm like, I don't think that's who he's talking about. And I went and I looked and I was like, I this guy from California who is suddenly getting a little bit of love to UofL because the way that Clarkson phrased the, the, the quote, which I'm paraphrasing, was something like, it's guy, it's the guy that nobody's talking about. It's going to come out of nowhere. This is a der- like back in Derby day. Yeah, this was day. around May. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I remember we were on the remote when this came up. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is who he's talking about because I'm just seeing some slow movement. I'm, I'm looking at who this kid's following. I know he knows Pierce Clarkson. And the guy that I landed on was a, a kid from the 2024 class, Jamari Phillips, whose nickname is Jiggy. And oh, okay, I saw that tweet. Okay, yeah. I want to be able to yell Jiggy both in moments of excitement and anger. Jiggy! Jiggy! Couldn't be more fun. Could, I, I do that anyway. Couldn't be a more fun thing to say during a UofL basketball <laughs> game. So Phillips has been offered by UofL. He ha- has talked multiple times about having a, a close, good relationship with Kenny Payne. And again, we're talking this is a 2024 kid. So he's a, he'll be a high school junior this season. He's top 30 prospect in the country, very good guard, number 19 overall in this class, according to ESPN. Today, he comes out and narrows down his list of schools to six. Gonzaga, Kansas, UCLA, mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. Texas Tech, mm-hmm. Louisville. Ooh. He was, before Louisville got involved. He's the only one in East of Mississippi, too, I think, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Lubbock is technically. Before we got involved, everybody was kind of saying him to UCLA is a done deal. He's a Cali kid, has ties to UCLA. I don't know exactly what they were, but he's likes Mick Cronin for whatever reason. And it baffles me too. But now with Kenny Payne getting involved, it sounds like we have a legitimate shot with this kid. And this is, again, if 2023 doesn't go the way that we hope it does, whether it's DJ Wagner or more misses than that, we know Kenny Payne's got to kill with the 2024 class. He's got inroads with a lot of these top prospects, including Phillips. This would be a very good one to get. I think he's awesome. Just based on the highlights, I know it's not much. He hasn't even played more than two full seasons of high school basketball, but he looks awfully good. And this is a, this is a good piece of news for that 2024 class. Yeah, I, I like it. Now, does this mean that we're not getting Bronny? Well, Bronny's 2023. Oh, okay. So, well, I think he is. 
Hey, this kid's a guard. Yeah, he's a guard. I think, is Bronny 2023 or 2024? Oh, I have no idea. I just always like to think Bronny's uh, a given, though. Well, I don't think Bronny's... <laughs> I still don't think Bronny's playing college basketball, but we'll find out. Bronny is 2023, yeah. We'll see. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about that we're going to run out, we're not going to have enough time for today to really dive into. Tomorrow will be a full show, then. Tomorrow will be a full show. I Did you see... This will transition into our, our quick little baseball talk. There was a home run cycle last night in double-A baseball. Chandler Redmond of the Springfield Cardinals, which is the St. Louis Cardinals double-A squad, okay. hit a solo home run. He hit a home run with... Uh, a two-run homer. A two-run homer. Three-run homer. A three-run homer and a grand slam. I don't think it's... Has that ever been done? Has never been done in Major League Baseball. I know that. I don't know if it happened in the minor leagues before. I, yeah, I don't remember. A grand, a home run cycle. That is awesome. Incredible. And it was in four consecutive at-bats. That is awesome. Yeah, the first one... He hit a, uh, let's see. I mean, the psych, just hitting a cycle alone is hard. Now, is that, I mean, I mean, but that's just not, I mean, you have to, like, just, the, the odds of that, just the stars all aligning for you having that. Incredible. Yeah, you coming to, bl- to, to the plate with, you know, one guy. Exactly. Guy, what, 30, whatever. Like, I don't even know if you could, like, I don't even think you could, like, cheat and fix that to happen. He, like, that's just amazing. So the first one he hit was the three-run homer. Then he hit a grand slam the next at-bat. Then the solo home run, then the two run home. You're right. The odds, by the way, the, the team won the game 21 to four. Um, well, I hope so. Good <laughs> <laughs> lord, who they, they play out of curiosity? Um, Does it say? Doesn't say. Okay, that ma- it doesn't matter. AMA is the only thing that I know. No AMA, idea. Okay, yeah. what the little box score says. Who knows? Who cares? I don't know the double A teams as well as I do triple A. Incredible though. What that a is, feat. Yeah, like that's. Good for you know that dude. That dude may never make. I don't know who that guy is. I he said something Redman. I think his name Chandler was Redman. Yeah, like that guy might never play anything above AAA baseball, but that to, to be able to. I mean his because I, I I would be willing to bet that's never happened in any other level of professional sports. I can't imagine. I, I saw the I saw somebody saying this has never I mean, happened in the MLB, but I didn't see if it had happened in any other like MILB. I mean, because I, I, well, I know MLB for sure. I would have I would. I would have guaranteed it because the last, I mean, it's been like, wasn't Mark Witten the last one to even hit four home runs in a game? For the, uh, I think somebody did it more recently. Than wasn't that. okay. I remember yeah. Mark Witten did it for the Cardinals back in like the 2000s. But and that's just hitting four home runs just, just by itself. That's how hard, I mean, obviously how hard it can do and, and be. But yeah, hitting four home runs in just in one game is one thing. To do it like that, that's, that's insane to be able to say like you may be the only person to do a stat like that in over 100 almost 150 years of the sport. Yeah, nuts. That's just cool to say. That's awesome. I, I thought, yeah, just seeing that last night, I was like, damn. That's something you always have. The, the last person, by the way, to hit four home runs in a game. It's happened a lot. Uh, Has it really? Since the hard hit in Mark Witten, Witten game. JT Martinez uh, for the D-backs in 2017. Scooter Jeanette for the Reds. That's the one that I, I remembered from okay. 2017, that same year. Josh Hamilton, remember him? Roided out, coked out. 2012. That's a great story, though. He came, remember, he came back with the Reds. That's what got him started well, again. It was a great story. It's back to being not. Oh, did he go back? Okay, it's, it's sorry. Not great anymore. Yeah. Carlos Delgado did it for the Blue Jays in 2003. You think I would have remembered that one? Sean Green did it for the Dodgers in 02. Mike Cameron did it for the <laughs> yeah, Mariners in 02. Him to the Dodgers. <laughs> and then Mark Witten did it in 1993. That was uh, Bob Horner for the Braves, was the most recent before then, 86. So, of course, the one I always remember is the 93 guy. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> you know my memory on works. brand. That's the way it works. <laughs> Tonight though, we got Reds Cubs. It's the Field of Dreams game. I thought it was cool last year. I liked watching it when it was the White Sox and the Tigers. I think, or was it White Sox Yankees? Yankees. Um, tonight though, here's the thing that's drawing people in: is there's apparently, I guess during the seventh inning, going to be a Harry Carey like hologram doing 
the seventh inning stretch, which what are we doing? Has the, I wish YouTube was on here right now to see my face of disappointment and sadness. It could go so downhill too. What if that Harry Carey just on like just drunk? Just put hologram Harry Carey just slamming beers, slurring, take me out to the ball game. You know it's going to be just him singing, and it's going to be bad. It's going to be weird, and it's not going to be cool. I mean, I, if I want Harry Carey, I want I want a hologram of him going. Hey, is that guy kidding a sombrero? That's a good looking kid. You know, last night, Stevie boy, I uh, I got a little a little too tipsy with the Budweisers and had a had a little praying with the porcelain gods. Well, that is one good-looking kid, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the Harry Carey I want. <laughs> Dawson ground ball, he's out. You know, that's what I want to hear with Harry Carey. I am not a fan of this thing tonight. No. Like I, I wanted to ask you about this because you you're a Reds guy. I watch. I'm excited about like, it. Yeah, last year I loved it. I thought it was cool. Like I, I want. I, I, I was actually out and about. I didn't get. I, I even DVR'd it so I could watch it because I was going to miss it, and I wanted to see it. And it ended the way it ended with Tim Anderson the home run, White Sox winning, perfect, beautiful, awesome. And then here we are now. And this, this, this is this is what sports or we do in like music and like something cool happens. It worked out awesome. You couldn't have written a better script. So what we're we gonna do? We're gonna beat it to death now. And we're going to redo it over and over and over and over until we've got Hangover 4 out there and no one gives a bleep about it. All right, that, that's, what we're gonna, that's what they're doing, and this is step one. First of all, A, the, you can't do a, a Field of Dreams game without not having the White Sox. It's just stupid. It's gotta, you white, I don't care who they play, but the White Sox has to be one of the teams. And don't give me the Cubs saying it's the same city. doesn't work that way. Two, I don't know. It's just the Field of Dreams. Like This isn't something you need to be doing every year. Like I love Field of Dreams. I almost I tried to drive through a snowstorm in a Prius to see the to the field from Field of Dreams as much as I love the movie. But I don't want to see this. This is just peeing on the legacy of that movie. Yeah, I think you're. I think it's a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not this year, but we're like two or three years away from being at that point. I think you're right. And seeing the Calvin Hobbes logo of him peeing on him. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. Because <laughs> this is just a step towards it. I mean, maybe this year won't be as bad. But at some point, what are we going to do in four years? Or not, I almost say four years, but maybe, yeah, say five years down the line. Is there really going to be an excitement for the Field of Dreams games between Tampa Bay and, and Arizona? If they do it right, it can be – the novelty cannot wear off. The issue is – like First of all, it should be the like, White Sox every They year. do the, um, like the, the the New Year's Day hockey game that they do outdoors. Has be, like It's become a hit. Like People love it. Yeah, they watch I'm, it every year. The, the thing that they do, though, is they rotate stadiums. Okay. And they rotate cities. Like, that's – you can't do that with this. It's a little like, different comparable, too. I mean, you just, they're, you're talking about a legacy to a movie opposed to, you know... But it's a, just, it's a gimmicky deal. It is a gimmick. They are gimmicks in the same... I'll give you that. Like you're playing the game in, in a, an obscure location is the whole premise here. The The issue for baseball is it's going to be the same place, the same thing. The allures are going to be the same every single year. Like, how can you keep that fresh? And the reality is I don't think you can. I mean, no. I, don't, I don't think the Harry Carey hologram is going to be a trend that you can, I don't know, play off of in years to come. But... As a Reds fan, I'm excited to watch tonight. It's a, I mean, we have nothing else to, to get excited about, so why not? Throwing it back to the corn. I like the jerseys. It'll be cool. I mean, what are we going to do when Toronto's out there? I mean, I, I'm saying well, I'll watch it, I guess, maybe. But, I mean, it's just, no. This is, and I know I've said this three times already, and I'll say the fourth. You cannot do this without having the White Sox as one of the teams. Texas, they already announced that there won't be a Field of Dreams game next year. They probably didn't need to do this year either. But. Texas, shut up, TK. If your Blue Jays were playing tonight, you would be tailgating with a case of Mountain Dews and Arby's right now. Excited to watch. I mean, I would do it just so I could go to the... I almost wanted to go to last year's game between the Yankees and White Sox. 
I wanted to because I think that'd be a cool thing. Like I said, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Texas Calgill is going to be pushing the newsroom to make this the lead to the whole show and not even just the sports segment. Fred, the president of the United States, was in Kentucky like 12 hours ago. Who cares? This is more important. <laughs> Texas says, don't let this distract you. This is all Mitch's fault. He could, If he could raise money like a good athletic director, there would be enough money for both. Hmm. What a good way to raise, make money in a sporting event would hmm. be. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think what a way you could do that. I mean, could you sell memorabilia? Well, maybe maybe, a, maybe sell hot dogs. Let the boys drink. Maybe something to wash those hot dogs down, a little tasty, tasty beverage. Texas, I've seen some people getting on Kyle Tucker about this, which is odd. Not sure what he did wrong here. Not even like he presented the quote out of context or anything. I mean, you can get mad at I the media. Know. It's the media. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not the one that said it. I mean, it's not his fault. You, I can imagine Tucker probably started licking his lips when he heard him say that, though. He probably, he probably had that tweet already loaded before the article was even written. And, I mean, <laughs> also, Cal Perry, he doesn't say stuff to Kyle Tucker that he doesn't expect to be. It's not like Cal could be like, well, I oh, thought Cal that was knew, going to be yeah. safe. Like, when Cal says something to Kyle Tucker, he knows it's going to be put out there. Do you think Cal thought that he would get the reaction from Stoops publicly, though? No. Like you, I mean, he knew he knew it was going to ruffle some feathers, you know. But. I think he probably thought Stoops would be pissed off behind closed doors, but would keep it behind closed doors. Yeah. I also don't think he thought that the fan base would. Oh, he knew the fan base turn. Got mad. Maybe no, because he had. To. But does the fan base react like that if Stoops doesn't say anything? Because I'd seen the quote before I saw I'd seen the Stoops reaction, and I hadn't seen like I mean, many get, people up in arms about it. I think you would, because even if Stoops didn't respond, you'd still get some players or ex-players like you have had with Duffy and Vito. Which, I mean... Whatever. But they didn't respond until after Stoops said something. This was not a big deal until Mark Stoops got joined the fray. Well, that might have thrown gasoline on it, but, I mean, it was already... I mean, I saw the quotes and some stuff about it before Stoops responded. Well, I saw the quotes, but the, the reaction was nothing until Stoops. It was mostly just, like, there were a couple UK fans here and there who were like, eh, football's been good. But for the most part, like, I think Cal thought that was going to be it. I thought he was just going to get his message out there. Mitch Barnhart, the people who needed to see it were going to see it. The message would be received. And if it pisses off Mark Stoops, then so be it. I'm sorry. But he's not going to, to make this into a public spat. And Stoops quite literally did the opposite. <laughs> he has made his feelings very well known. He's not holding back at all. Texas Cal could use his $9 million a year or have a phonathon to build his practice facility. He is super charitable these days. He's going to run a charity to run to open a facility for himself. <laughs> Maybe. We no, he's not, that, he's not that dumb. We can't get to all this stuff. <laughs> what a great little. I'm excited for KRC now. Listen, 7 to 9 tomorrow morning, or 9 to 11, right here on 1450 The Big X. TJ Walker and Nick Roush oh, will break this down. I, I wonder if TJ's going to be playing. He's, he's going to be trying to do the damage control. This isn't that big of a deal. And let's not forget. And I don't think Roush is, Roush is a football guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a football homer now. He's obviously a more you know more of a little fan in, in secret. But when it comes to the two sports, he's he's picking football. We could have a nice little spat on KRC tomorrow. That's going and, to be fun. And, and Scoots is over there like, hey, what about IU? We don't have a practice facility either. Shut up, Scoots. Yeah. That's, that's the whole show. There it is right there. If you don't watch it, that's pretty much I the whole thing. I think it's Intern Jacob's last day, too. Oh. Because he's got, he's got classes. I think he's going got, I think it's his last day. Oh, well, we got a normal show tomorrow. It'll be 3 to 6. Yeah. So you can tune in. No bats going to preempt us. No Cardinal Insider early. The Iowa Cubs game, you know, they play, they're back to the, the weird 8.38 start time. So we'll be normal three hours tomorrow. Hopefully something else happens here that we can make fun of. Hopefully we have more fire uh, it's spreading throughout the UK athletic program. Even if not, we'll have stuff to talk about. It's going to be a fun time. Enjoy your Thursday nights. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here at 3 o'clock.